And we are coming, coming down, down in, in three, two, two one. one. Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, is Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Mark Sheen Washable. Nah. Uh, super duper Kyle. You'll be famous for a while. That's right. My worst favorite of his nicknames. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> That's the worst? Yeah. yeah. Mostly because then he usually sings the song. <laughs> Heaven in a while, because Kendall really didn't like me. I like didn't you. like me. <laughs> I like you. You don't, because you literally said the one song you hated the most. That doesn't mean I don't like you. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. Mock. Sheen Washable. Nope. Not changing my nickname. Souls. The Mass Chris Massey. And the Red Baron. Yeah. No. <laughs> like the quick. That kind of sounded like a fart. Beam me up, Scotty. Uh, yeah, so we're here live on the PPRN radio network and speaker. And uh, yeah, welcome to another live edition of Getting Sports. Oh my god, that scared me. I, that, that's. That window started coming in, and I thought something was falling. Terrified you? <laughs> yeah, it was very because the static happened. I was like, "Oh, what's happening?" Um, for those of you at home wondering if I don't see my normal self, it's because uh, I ate four country fried ribs and then ate an entire pint of Ben and Jerry's. What's a country fried rib for the viewers at home? It's when you take a rib, like a pork rib, and then you bread it, and then you deep fry it. Not as good as regular ribs. Just saying. Now it's not meant to be like a, but it's not. It's not meant to be like the taste of a regular rib, though. It's its own thing. Right. It's its own thing. Exactly. It's kind of like if a rib and a pork chop fucked. That's what you get. <laughs> Kyle's very passionate about ribs, though. Yeah, and he doesn't even like good ones. He likes the fucking nasty chilies ones at Side <laughs> I like Street. Like the Applebee's ribs. Oh, no, he likes the riblets. And it's funny you say that because Kyle asked everybody in the house today if they wanted to go to Applebee's for their birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Because so Kyle was birthday. like, can we go to Applebee's for my birthday, Dad? And I was like, Kyle, your birthday's so far away. Why don't we just go for mine? So he was just like, nah, fuck that. Hey, Walker, can we go for your birthday? <laughs> Kyle, her birthday's after mine. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But I'm very sad. Two of those graphics are against us. Yeah, I was just going <laughs> to talk about that. But, um, yeah, this is a, a week from today. We'll be on a – actually, a week from today, we'll probably all be in our bed wishing that none of the other ones existed. Pretty much like, don't talk to me till Thursday, <laughs> and then we'll all talk on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, next next weekend, we're going – we're going uh, – we're packing up the GSWD tour bus, and we're heading to Pittsburgh, PA, to watch the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers take on the L.A. Rams. Nothing from any of the fans. Pretty much excited to see Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. And that's it. <laughs> I'm pretty excited to see the, the Renegade intro. It won't be as scary, though. Also, hope it snows. That'd be cool. Yeah. I, I really don't hope it snows. Snow is fine. Rain sucks. Yeah, snow, I Goff does with. not do good in the cold, and snow is going to be even Great. worse. Let me tell you something. You want to know what the weather's going to be? You look at Paul's bag, what he brought, whatever he's wearing, that's what the weather's going to be. <laughs> Because I've said, we've told so the story mad. before. It was the, so hot. The last time we went, it was everyone was like, "Oh, it's going to be sixty. It's going to be you know forty-one and rainy and all that." Paul packed shorts and a t-shirt. It was sixty-two and sunny. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there, balls breezing in the wind. But, but I tell you, leading up to the game, you're like, 
I only brought shorts. <laughs> I only brought shorts. Well, because <laughs> well, it so projected rain up into, but the day of, I was like, <laughs> I brought shorts. <laughs> just kind of worked out. <laughs> So, that was a good call. Yeah, right. it, you know, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying I'm a weatherman. I'm just saying that I'm right. I'm what you would call a meteorologist. There we go. Meteorology was a fun class. Well, I didn't learn anything, but it was it's fun. all about that class. Matt just wanted to sprinkle that yeah. in there. <laughs> Professor Sampson. I don't care about weather. Kendall, Kendall had the yeah. fat redhead. What was his name? Uh, I don't remember. I don't either. Ginger Snap. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Professor Snap. <laughs> My tummy's making some noises. Is it now? Is. What do you say you wash it down with that beer over there? Starting lineups? Yeah. I use mine because I have it set up a specific way. All right. Sorry, Mass. That's all right. Mass, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking. What's the what's the appropriate way to say it? Uh, it's not a gasret. Not a gasret. Well From said. Rhode Island. <laughs> Anybody else? Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say some more things. No. I thought you were going to say some more things. (laughs) I have from Blue Point Brewing the Pinstripe Pills. It's a Yankees logo on there with the pinstripes. Saw it, bought it. So, hold on. So, this is brewed in Rochester, New York, but their headquarters are in Rhode Island. So, they brew locally out of Rhode Island. There's... There's a pretty good chance that that can actually might have come from Rhode Island. Oh, okay. It's just the Rochester, New York hub is where a lot of trucking and, and rail and all that shit goes through there. So Because they distribute on a national level. I got you. It's too hard to distribute nationally out of Rhode Island. So, From Thimble Island, I'm drinking Ghost Island. Which is a? Double India Pale Ale. Yeah. Where are they from? I don't know, some shit state. I'll give you a hint. It's right outside of Hartford. Uh, Ranford. <laughs> They're our friends. <laughs> I don't know them. He wasn't there. Yeah. Fuck him. Kyle, not Thimble Island. You you said me. You're going to be fucked this weekend, Mass. Yeah, I know. Was that Reed. Cooper? No, it was Cobb. Cobb. Oh. Reed, what are you drinking? From Mayflower Brewing in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Love and Wrestling, a double drab New England double IPA. What are the initials of that? D-D-H-N-E double IPA. <laughs> D-D- so be it. What? You suck. Uh, I'm drinking from local Thomas Hooker Brewery in Hartford. It's a good brewery. In, uh, <laughs> I don't remember if it's Hartford or Bloomfield, technically. Uh, Bloomfield. I think it's Bloomfield. Yeah. Out of Bloomfield. Uh, I am drinking the Hefeponymus, which is a Hefenweizen. Character. Smooth and easy drinking. Do, 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 do. Toast of excellence. Massey, go. Alright, so I got two toasts of excellence. Uh, one is for, as much as I hate him, uh, after his fantastic game against the Cardinals on Thursday night, Jimmy G shooting his shot with Aaron Andrews. Just very proud of that man. Uh, second was from the game last night uh, when they were doing starting lineups for the defense, I believe, for Baltimore. Uh, Matthew Jaron, body built by Taco Judon. Bell. Judon. Judon. Matthew Judon. Jaron, not a real person. Right, whatever. It could be. I'm just saying he could be, just not <laughs> no, don't have not an NFL player. I see how it is, bro. Body built by Taco Bell was probably the funniest thing I've heard this week. I, I also have two. Um, the first one goes out to Juan Soto from the Nationals. 
for drinking his first legal beer out of the World Series trophy. That's actually pretty awesome. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. The uh, the other one here is to Chris Massey, actually, for in our razor-thin fantasy matchup. Left the tight end spot empty. Yep. <laughs> and, had a, and had his flex on a bye. <laughs> yep. I, I text him. I'm like, hey, check your lineup. He did. <laughs> kind of left it. Th- Beat him by two. Wow. <laughs> you could have literally put anybody in there. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Uh, that day, I was actually out car shopping and did not bring my phone with me. <laughs> Kyle, I believe it or not, there are people that can actually put their phones down. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, you could I, I didn't. On Tuesday. I didn't. Well, shit's been my busy bad. this week. I can't hear. Rebecca, can you please fix the headphones? What did you do? I hit something with my foot I by accident. Yes, I would like Rebecca to do it. Yeah, because so she is a capable, strong individual woman. This week. Oh, never mind. She can't do it. Then. Huh? Didn't make your pick either. Yeah, I did. Did you? I made those like three weeks. Hey, did anybody here pick the Dolphins to be the Jets? No, I might have. I did. Did you? I did. (laughs) I might have. I also picked the Bears though. (laughs) That's a wash right there. (laughs) All right, uh, Tools Toast of Excellence. Well, my Toast of Excellence is to future Philly Mookie Beds. Yeah. Okay, it's a game-winning three against Blazers. Solidified a 23 point, come, point comeback. Firkin Cormaz. Sure, it's not Steven Stratzberg? Yeah. <laughs> what, for opting out? No, World Series MVP, Kyle. Not for opting out. <laughs> well, good for him for that, too. <laughs> Tell you what, though, that, that's a ballsy move to be like, hey, I'm going to walk away from $100 million. Who's not going to pay him? He just won MVP. Oh, no. I, yeah, I, I got it. Um, He's going to get paid, but even still. Just got that static. Yeah, I'm gonna walk away from a hundred million. Somebody's gonna pay me three hundred oh, he, million. He's gonna get paid. There's no denying that. It's just, just kind of think about the, that. The size of the balls. <laughs> just think about it. Because what if he falls and breaks his ankle and can't ever play again? I would suck a baboon's ass for a hundred dollars, let alone a hundred million dollars. <laughs> That's a lot of baboons. <laughs> no, no, I would a suck singular baboon. A baboon's no, ass. but I'm saying for. To Did make a hundred million dollars on a hundred dollars a clip, it's, it's, it's a, a lot mil- of baboons. It's a million I, baboons. At first, I thought he said a hundred dollars a clit, and I was like, "No, it's an ass." <laughs> <laughs> Not going anywhere near that clit. Who knows where that's been? All right. Mine's to Adam Eaton for uh, not only winning a World Series, being a, a, a very big fan of his. But also for hitting two ding dongs in the World Series, somebody who's not known for putting the ball out of the out of the pl- field of play. Hit two ding dunks and had a pretty good celebration in the postseason as well. The, I forget who it was with. Did that? Oh, on the yeah, did the motorcycle thing. Yeah. That was pretty cool. He did it on the uh, parade too. Yeah, he's awesome, and and also toastbacks onto the Nationals for riding around on the Capitals and Boney shirtless. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> funny. Yeah, that was pretty cool because afterwards they showed that they went into the locker room after the Capitals game and they they took turns. The teams took turns drinking beers out of the other team's trophy. That's kind of cool. So, like, like Eaton and Soto were, like, holding the Stanley Cup for, for Strasburg to drink out of, while Ovechkin was drinking out of the, the World Series trophy. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And I also have a uh, drain pour of shame for the MLB for not having a better name for the World Series trophy than the World Series trophy. <laughs> like, you can't, the, how long has baseball been around? You can't find somebody to name it after. Uh, it's a stupid question. I actually don't know the answer to this. What's the uh, NBA trophy named? No, it's also them too. But they. Oh, all right. Well, it's actually it's the finals. 
What is it? No, it's not. It's not the NBA trophy. What's it called? It's a name for it, but it's a weird name. All right, but at least has a name. The Kyle right. Souls commemorative trophy. About time you fucking recognize me. <laughs> Re- <laughs> Read what's your toast of excellence? Uh, mine is to Taco Bell for the longest uh, championship promotional series incentive. Steal a base, steal a taco. It's the Larry O'Brien trophy. Yeah. Well, at least it's something. How long has it been around? Very long time. And you know what? None of us here <laughs> have ever taken advantage of it. To my knowledge. That's not true. Nobody I, was. I used to work at Stop Shop base, who shares a, a parking Wait, lot. he said none of us took advantage of yeah. it? I took advantage of it the day the day after it happened this year. Did you? I didn't even tell me about it. What am I doing? Call you? Hey, I just got a free taco. I'd be into that. <laughs> Call me whenever you have a taco. Talk, talk taco to me, baby. I, thought I, should, I had tacos tonight. I should have called you guys. That's yeah, a, right? You can't expect things from us. But I didn't buy it, so. It did, because you bought the product to make it. No, I did. My mom made it. You guys are cheap fucks. <laughs> that's not very nice. But Kyle, it's true. I, Kyle, I'd like to see how that's even. All right, thing. gentlemen, crack them. <laughs> All right, Matt. Sorry, she's the fuck out of us. <laughs> I want a drink. Wow. You want to drink now, you're not going to want it next Tuesday. Ooh, you can already tell by the smell of this beer I'm not going to like it. <laughs> Isn't that a horrible feeling? Taste confirmation. Uh, Mark, how do I say this? It's Natagasserit. Natagasserit. This is the first Natagasserit I've ever had. That's not true. Is it not? Not even close. Right. I say you've had it on the show. No, not I... even that. We just There were 30s of them everywhere at school. <laughs> Did I actually drink this? When Miller school? High Life wasn't on sale by the bottles, it was Natagasserit 30s. Yeah. All right, maybe I did drink this. The it's only other time beer. we had a different beer was if we had the occasional Bushlight bottles, <laughs> Spoink, or the one time I brought back four cases of Yingling from New York. <laughs> nice. Oh, my goodness. All right, so do we want to do the, the NFL week recap first or Mass's minutes, or do we want to do Kendall's clams? Got any pearls in those clams? Yeah. You guys want them sautéed? <laughs> Sauteed <laughs> pearls. <laughs> we do the football thing. That's what we normally do first. Right. I like my I like my clams like I like my Black Friday shopping. Casino. Yarp. Can't wait to go there either. Not going this year. We're gonna talk about it. There's no talking, Kyle. I got to be in for work at five a.m. I don't care about what, that. the day after Black Friday. No, Pittsburgh? the day Black Friday. Oh, you have to be at work <laughs> on Black Friday. What? Well, Pittsburgh. This all seems like an off-air conversation. Yeah, no kidding. So uh, you guys suck my. I successfully small packaged Kyle today. <laughs> Want that to be known. And now, uh, you guys, for those of listeners who don't know us, we're pretty large men, and so that's not easy to do, especially <laughs> when uh, you have a torn rotator cuff and uh, you're just fat and out of shape. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what do you want to do? NFL recap? You want to yeah. do a little bit of dick sucking? But dick sucking. Get the recap going. A little yeah. bit of dick right, Then we all do it at the same time. All right, everyone get up your phones and start recapping at the same time. <laughs> Could you imagine? It started different games during the week. <laughs> you put the music on? Oh, you guys want the music? I'll get the music on. Well, I thought that was your whole shtick about it. Like, well, I didn't think you guys get tired of it. When did we, anyone say that? I don't know. You're just being a clown. You know, I always think to myself, like, oh, man, I haven't had a good heaven wise in a while. And then when I try one, I'm like, I've never had a good heaven wise. <laughs> It's not my style of beer. It's too, uh, Kendall-y. Banana-esque? No. Good heaven wise are not banana-esque. One from Two Roses. It's a good one. You did that to Kyle. Mm-hmm. That's actually awesome. I love that. 
He looked up a small package on that, like an amateur wrestling YouTube site. <laughs> I just Googled small package uh, pin wrestling, and that's what popped up. Yeah, good thing you put the pin wrestling in, because it would have been a lot different if you just Googled small package. <laughs> I'll start it over for you. It's not even loud. I can't hear it. Well, I don't want it too loud. I want it loud. Deafening. Actually, can we do this over the Hulk Hogan theme song for this one? Oh, yes. Can we start it over again? I bet you, hold on. I bet you you can find a longer version of this, like a, like a 10-minute loop. I like the second song that plays I thought about also. just making one of those this weekend. It's not hard to it, do. It goes into another song usually. All right, then, just, just go back. And then Ambrosia might play it for lucky. <laughs> Welcome to the Getting Sports with Drunk NFL Week 9 Recap. On Thursday night, the San Francisco 49ers improved their undefeated streak to eight wins over the Arizona Cardinals. Jimmy Garoppolo and the Pizzeria Company threw 317 yards and four touchdowns. Manuel Sanders, another impressive performance in the gold and red. Kyler Murray, Kendall, uh, Kendall, Kenyon Drake, played well. Moving on to Sunday, the London game. The Houston Texans trounce all over the Jacksonville Jaguars as Deshaun Watson throws for two touchdowns and Carlos Hyde adds 160 on the ground. Gardner Minshew, magic, is it over? We don't know, but it looks that way. In the 1 o'clock games, the Chicago Bears, though only losing by 8, were pounced by the Eagles, 22-14. to 14. Mitch Trubisky, a whopping 125 yards. David Montgomery, two touchdowns, but only on 40 yards. Nobody really did anything in this game. Fuck you, man. That was fucked up. I'm trying my best. <laughs> no, not you. The Redskins <laughs> fall. The, the Redskins fall victim again to another good team as the Buffalo Bills improve to six and two on the season, beating them twenty-four to nine. Dwayne Haskins, in his first career start, throws for 144 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Peterson breaks the century mark for the first time in a while, and it's impressive against the front seven. But Devin Singletary provides too much on the ground. I love this. The Minnesota Vikings fall short to the Matt Moore-led Kansas City Chiefs as Cousins throws for three touchdowns. Dalvin Cook at 71 on the ground, but it was nothing to Matt Moore's touchdown pass and Williams' touchdown run. The New York football Jets reach an all-time low as they hand the Miami Dolphins their first win of the season. Miami improves to 1-7 on the on the season ahead of the Jets in the division. Sam Darnold throws for 260 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. But Ryan Fitzpatrick, the new magician in Florida, throws for 288 yards and three touchdowns. The Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Indianapolis Colts 26-24. After exiting with an injury, Jacoby Brissett was replaced by Hoyer, who threw for 168 yards and three touchdowns. Mason Rudolph, a pedestrian day at 191 and a touchdown, saved by another Vinatieri missed field goal. The Carolina Panthers beat up on the Tennessee Titans 30-20 as McCaffrey completes the hat trick with 146 yards on the ground. DJ Moore with 101 through the air. Tannehill, another good performance with 331 yards. Derrick Henry, a touchdown on the ground. The Oakland Raiders win another one over the Detroit Lions, 31-24, to to improve to 4-4 four four on the season. Matt Stafford, 406 yards, three touchdowns, but no run game, a usual foe of the Lions. Derek Carr, 289 and two touchdowns. Jacobs breaks the century mark again in his rookie career. 
the Seattle Seahawks win an overtime thriller over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as Russell Wilson throws for five touchdowns and 378 yards. Carson with another century mark performance on the ground. Lockett with 150 in the air. Mike Evans, another big day with 180 receiving yards and a touchdown. Jameis Winston, no picks. The Cleveland Browns fall short to the Denver Broncos, 24-19, as they fall to 2-6 on the season. <clears throat> Allen, the backup, <laughs> throws for 193 yards and two touchdowns. Philip Lindsay gets things done on the ground. Noah Fant, his rookie breakout game. Odell Beckham, 87 yards through the air, but still not getting to the end zone. The Green Bay Packers shut out in the first half, managed just 62 yards of offense in the first three quarters of the game, fall short 26-11. to 11. Aaron Rodgers, 161 total yards passing. Phillip Rivers, no touchdowns. Melvin Gordon back to form with 80 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. And then in Sunday night action, the Baltimore Ravens end the winning streak of the New England Patriots at six, uh, at six eight games, sorry, 37-20. to 20. Lamar Jackson, 163 yards with a touchdown through the air and two on the ground. Mark Ingram over the century mark. Tom Brady and company, several turnovers. And Monday Night Football, the Cowboys and Giants all squared at three apiece as we approach the end of the first. All the home teams won yesterday. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think this happened in a long time. Nick Trubisky's terrible, dude. When you're against well. benching him. I don't know. How many games has he missed this year? He missed two games? Yeah. Or did he only miss one game? No, he missed two. No, he missed one. Okay. Yeah, right. he, he missed the Oakland game. He missed the Oakland. He left really early against Minnesota. Know, but wow. he missed the Oakland. Yeah. So, but the, so this was the this game against the Eagles was the fifth time this season he's failed to throw a touchdown pass in, the, in a game. We're only. He's played six. Yeah. He also hasn't, he also hasn't eclipsed 300 yards yet this season. Yeah, he's not getting it done. Nah, he's bad. He's bad. Not as bad as Dwayne, though. Yeah, no, he's as bad as Dwayne. Did Dwayne throw any touchdowns? I don't think so. No. There the, you go. The Redskins haven't scored a touchdown in three games. There you go. Longest streak in franchise history. I saw this meme today that I thought was pretty funny. It was a uh, Tom Brady. It was like Tom Brady when he plays a real team, and it was the cocaine addict, uh, Dave Chappelle. And it was like, you guys got any more of those defensive touchdowns? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you kind of talked about Trubisky, if you want to talk about him for a minute. I don't. We're done. Well, I have a question. Okay. I mean, this is his third season? Yes. So, so figure, I mean, at the end of this year. Is it year, his third season? Yeah. I yeah. So. I mean, at the end of this season, have you guys, like, seen enough from him? Yeah. It doesn't matter. What do you mean? Because he still has the fourth year. No, I know. He still has the fourth year, and we don't have a first-round pick to go get a new quarterback. Oh, that's right. So he, he's in for next Cam's season. out there waiting, just saying. I don't like Cam Newton. Would you prefer him over Trubisky? I would prefer them both equally to not happy, not be there. <laughs> I'd like to see Jay Cutler come out of retirement. What's up, Pim? Guy's looking handsome over there. So, then, I mean, I mean... In your Europe, what do you think their options are? Fitzmagic. Trubisky. Yeah. 
They're going to stick with him for another year. They invested too much capital into him to just give up after three years. That's that's the problem with NFL teams. They you, when you give up so much to get a guy, you need to be certain. Look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Jameis Winston. Look at what the Titans were doing with Mariota. I mean, like none of these guys have proven that they're the guy to get the job done. But you just when you invest that much into them, you need to be sure that it's either worth. You need to make sure that they're either going to be worth the money you're going to give them, or they're not. They're, they're not going to go do this for another. Do it yeah. what you're looking for for another team. And the problem is, I think Trubisky has the potential to be a serviceable quarterback in the NFL. He's never going to be a, a Mahomes or anything like that, but he can have like an Andy Dalton style career, have success with the right pieces around him. But I don't think that his style of quarterback play and Nagy style of coaching are compatible. And they're going to get rid of Nagy before they're going to get rid of Trubisky because you didn't invest anything into Nagy except m- some money. Yeah. You know, you, you know, and, and yeah, he, he was influential in some of the pieces you brought in, but a new coach can fix those through trades and releases and whatnot. But, Fixing the quarterback issue. I mean, we've seen it. I mean, when's the last time, you know, when's the last time Chicago had a good quarterback at all? I mean, I agree, but, but like Miami though, but I mean, like, like, seem like quarterbacks are not easy to come by. Some teams are find them very easily and other teams cannot find them at all. The Bears have never been good at getting quarterbacks. They've always been terrible but at quarterback. Me, me and Kendall were kind of talking about this yesterday. I mean, I can't remember like a, a great quarterback. In Chicago, McMahon. I mean, not even. I mean, he was good, but not, is that right? No, the Bears have always because the Bears have always been. They've always had the defense. It's been defense and running. Yeah, and, and they, and you know, they're looking for game manager. No, it's not they're looking for a game manager. They're they're trying to find a way to keep up with the times. The Bears have never been. They've the, the places they've always been strong were defense, special teams, and running, and that was it. An offensive line in terms of run blocking. They've never been a good pass blocking team. They've never had good receivers, and they've never had a good quarterback. They finally put together a decent receiving core that's been relatively healthy, but that's just not their forte. They've just never been good at it. You know, I, I don't know if it's front office change that needs to be done. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, how would you fix them right now? You can't. You can't fix them right now. All right, fix them in the next three years. What do you do? What's your first move? You're the owner of the team. Sell them. No, I mean, for the, <laughs> for the, the Bears. The I mean, you have to see. You have to ride Trubisky out another year. That's what you have to do. Or you have to look at what becomes available through free agency next year, and see if you know, like maybe you take the gamble. You, you, you get Trubisky, but then you go out and maybe they, maybe you sign a Marcus Mariota to be the backup. And, and and if Trubisky's, to compete with them, right? To compete with to them, push them. If Trubisky's not playing well, at least you have somebody that's still young enough that say he goes out and wins you six games in a row. Like you could maybe you know keep him for a couple more years. I would so, say somebody a little older. I think Andy Dalton would be better than Mariota. Would you hate no, that? See, I disagree though because the the thing with Trubisky is you need next year you kind of have to see what you have in him before you exercise that fifth year player option and give him a big huge bump in pay. So you're gonna want somebody that. If I'm owning the team, I want somebody that's going to compete with him that if he doesn't get the job done, can be like maybe the next three or four years of a quarterback. Because the Bears, are they're not going to have... They're going the to be... The ability to get a quarterback? Well, no, it's not even that, though. It's just that even if they're even if they're underperforming like they are this year, they're still not going to be underperforming to the point where they're going to be in the top ten picks. Right. I mean, like 
yeah, they're three and five, but they're they're probably still going to win four or five more games. Like they'll still probably finish at eight and eight or, or nine and well, seven. Well, you said they don't have a first round pick anyway. But I'm saying, but like even for years to come, like, the yeah. defense is too good. It keeps them in games. I mean, you look at like the Eagles game. They they lost by eight, and it wasn't until that they couldn't stop them on third down at the end of the game because the defense was so gassed. They were in the game as porous as they play offensively. They're always in the game because the defense is good. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, Montgomery, you know, granted they, they couldn't get anything going offensively, but he scored twice, so he's kind of coming into form. But, you know, it, it it's a combination of Trubisky's style of play with Nagy's coaching. They, they're not meshing. They go out and they get they finally get a pass-catching tight end in Trey Burton. What's he got, 350 yards in, in one and a half years and maybe three touchdowns? I mean... You know, I mean, Allen Robinson's been a nice shining spot in a free agent signing of the offense that, you know, we haven't had in a long time. But, I mean, Anthony Miller hasn't really pan- panned out. I mean, it's, it is what it is. I mean, you just got to figure it out. That's what you got to do. You got to take it a year at a time. And you invested too much capital. You gave up too much to move up because you thought Trubisky was the guy. And... That's how it goes. And I hate all the people that are just like, you know, like, uh, yeah, busts happen. That happens all the time. Oh, yeah. Look at Manziel. Look at all these quarterbacks that have been drafted over the years. All the Browns. Yeah. Oh, yes. They drafted him over Deshaun Watson and they drafted him over It's hindsight. It's hindsight. No, not that one. Because, I mean, a lot of people were like, what the fuck? When that happened, like when, when they moved up, I was like, oh, my God, we're getting Deshaun Watson. That's what I thought was happening. I made the joke the whole time that we were going to move up to get Deshaun Watson the whole night. And they moved up, and then they got you. But it's like when, like, obviously something happened where there was a sparked interest. Look at Daniel Jones with the Giants. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It happens all the time. It happened with Carson Wentz. And it's the same thing I talk about all the time. It's the same thing, like, it, you know, it's the same thing that happened the in the, the, the Chargers game last year, last week. You know, they, they got down to the field goal range area. It was not a chip shot by any means, but it was a makeable field goal. And they knelt it out, ran the clock down, called a timeout, and tried to kick the field goal. If they had, and they were shitting all over him for not running a play. You run an offensive play, he gets sacked, you get blown up behind the line of scrimmage on a run, a turnover happens. All they're talking about is why would you be going for it when you have the field goal in hand? It's the same. If Trubisky had come out and was throwing thirty touchdowns a year for the three years and throwing for four thousand yards, you go for it. Everybody would have been saying it was the steal of the draft. It's, it's just you can't you know. First round picks are fifty fifty. That's all they are. It's not even fifty fifty. No, it's, no. it's twenty eighty. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, things too, when we were talking yesterday, Mark, we're talking about during the game and watching the stats being not great. You know, next week he can go out and have a big game. It could be. It's like that's what I think is tough with Trubisky because I mean he's shown these flashes where he can put up these monster games and then he doesn't. And then he does, and then he doesn't for a while. I like, think he's afraid to just let it go. The offensive line is not good. The offensive line gives him no time. Yeah, he, He's under pressure all the time. They have not committed, and, until recently, there's been no commitment to the run game. And because there's no commitment to the run game, they, 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 send, they send six, seven. And they're, okay, if the running back gets by us, it's one big play. Our safeties will get him, and then that's the end. And then we'll adjust. It's... Nagy's coaching to me is the bigger problem. They run too many gadget plays. He 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 gets too cute. He does the Andy Reid thing. Yeah. And he's an Andy Reid disciple. 
But Sean McVay does the same thing. Sometimes he just gets too cute for his own good, and it backfires. Absolutely true. You know, you went out and you invested this pick. You moved up with the limited picks you already had. You sacrificed more picks to move up to get David Montgomery. Run. Up the middle. Did they trade up for Montgomery? Yeah. Yes. They traded up with the the Patriots to get him. And it was, you know, but use the, they don't need to run these gadget plays where it's, a, you know, where Trubisky fakes the handoff and flips it to Taylor Gabriel for an outside sweep. By the time the play gets set up, you're not fooling anybody. Yeah. So what you're saying is go back to fundamentals. It's not even go back to fundamentals. You can run a gadget play every once in a while, but when you run a gadget play every drive, it's what's expected. Right. And, and and when you're running the gadget plays all the time, you lose the ability to just do the normal things. It's, you know... And Those fucking tiny-ass shoulder pads. But on top of it, too, with that, the thing that bugs me the most is, you know, they just... They don't utilize the personnel properly. It is what it is. You know, a lot, some people are out there telling me, you know, well, they're playing a first-place schedule. Maybe they're not a first-place team, you know? And it's like, they're playing... The first place schedule has nothing to do with the first place schedule for them this year. The only two teams that were added to it for first place schedule was they had to play the Saints and they had to play the Rams. Who they played last year was the Rams. So the only the only addition to it was the Saints. Last year they played the you know the, you didn't the, play the Eagles last year, did you? No, they played the NFC West last year. But it's like like the Cowboys. We would have had to play them if we played a different division. We had to play the Eagles, but that's based off of division. That has nothing to do with being in first place. We also have to play the Chiefs and the Chargers and the Raiders. Uh, that has nothing to do with being a first place team. You know, it's not the same thing. I hate that argument. Well, you had to play a first place schedule. It's like there's only one. There's only one additional first place team that we're playing. And really, I mean, any any team play it only affects two games. Right. I mean, you know, yeah, it, it affects two games. Like, and it has to do with the luck of the draw. Why are the why are the Patriots so good? Because they're almost guaranteed six wins a season. Last year, the Bears played the NFC West, who outside of the Rams, everybody else was underperforming and not playing well. And then you play, and then they played the AFC East. So outside of the Patriots, it yeah, was, yeah. you know, I mean, they lost to the Dolphins because <laughs> they were that that was their blow up game last yeah. year. You know, that was the game where they didn't play well. But. It, but that has nothing to do with where they finished the year before playing those teams. No. They would have played those teams if they had finished in first or last. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. So, whatever. Well, this season's, is what it is. not lost, you know. Anything could happen. Three and five, it's, they're in a skid for sure, but. Well, you know. I, think, I think their season's definitely done. Uh, I, I don't, I mean, there's, they, can, they can fight for pride, and they should, because they were a playoff team last year, a division-winning playoff team. But the, I, I just. I, I can't foresee them being able to climb out of this basement to get a wild card spot when you look at how good the rest of the NFC is. There's no way we're at five and two, I think, right and now. And you're not even in the wild card exactly. spot picture. So pretty I, much win games to ruin the draft pick you traded. <laughs> really, don't give the Raiders a higher pick. Win win games out of spite. Yeah, but the flip side to it is though is that if you lose. You have the higher second round pick for yours. I know, and then you have the Raiders' second round pick, which won't be, which will be kind of middle of the pack, and that's something that you could package together to get back in the first yeah. round. Which the Bears shouldn't do because they're notoriously terrible at drafting first rounders. <laughs> Trade up, pick Trubisky again. They haven't had a good first round pick in a very long time. Well, where did, where did Smith come out of? Roquan wasn't a first rounder. Yeah, but Roquan Smith has not really done anything this year. 
He had right. some good games last year. The defense as a whole really hasn't been spectacular this year. I think they they're s- just on the field too much. Well, no, like they stop, but the thing is, like, but they keep stopping people even when they are on the field. But they, they generated almost no turnovers. Yeah, they're not sacking the quarterback nearly as much. A lot of it has to do with Akeem Hicks, but being out. But anyway, let's. I don't want to keep ranting about the Bears. <laughs> All right, so let's rant about the other team in the room. It's fucking nine o'clock. What time did we start? Uh, eight thirty. Oh, okay. Um, I was like, did we talk about the Bears for an hour. <laughs> How we how do we feel about the Steelers? I think they have a chance against what for the, the wild card spot. Okay, tell us about their game yesterday. Their how the team's looking overall. Defense is very good. Their offense is still trying to find its way, but so Mika Fitzpatrick has four turnovers since coming over from the Dolphins. Worth the trade? I thought it was worth the trade when they made it. Yeah, I mean, if it's generating, then yeah, of course. I mean, we hope it continues. <laughs> you know, they didn't have a safety that was reliable. You make a trade. They, the front office probably thought, you're not going to find anyone better. Which is exactly what the Rams did with Ramsey. And you're going to have him for at least three or four million years. Is this his third year? Second. Second year? Yep. So it was like, why not make the trade? You're getting a one-year player. So. Yeah. Well, it was now, I didn't get to watch the game, but I was following as close as I could. And I was annoyed by – and it's not like I'm not – Blaine Hoyer is what he is, uh, but, you know, three touchdowns under 200 yards, come on, come on. Well, one of them he had it, like, within the 30, but, I mean, the Steelers didn't play bad, like, I'm trying to think of what, what actually happened. One of them, Jalen Samuel fumbled, and that's how they scored. Yeah. They were already, like, on the... Steelers like twenty five, and I don't know what it was, but they just fumble all the fucking time when it means the most. It pisses me off. So and kind of like a history of that. <laughs> but like they would have had at least one or two more wins if that didn't happen this year. Have you guys played the Ravens yet this year? Yeah, we lost by three in overtime. Do you guys do a fumble? We would have beat the Forty ers if we didn't fumble. Yeah. Do you guys think you beat the Ravens this time around? Maybe Next we can. go round. I mean, I hope so. I mean, the, the defense, I mean, the Steelers, I, I hate this expression, but they're, they're trending upward. You know, thing, things are improving. They're Offenses, fast. They're a fast the, defense. The defense is playing well. Offense shows some good spots here and there. They're, they, they're not consistent. You know, they, they, they couldn't put together a long did they, drive. Did Rudolph start yesterday? Yeah. yeah. He did. Okay. Do you um, like him as quarterback or? The only uh, thing I would like him to do is stop caring about mistakes and just try it. You think he gets stuck in his head too much? Yeah, he threw a no, pick I just think early. He, played, he tried too much to play mistake-free, which is okay less, for a while. Less about going for the gamble and more about playing it safe, even yeah. if it doesn't get you which the... Which is okay, but the whole game, the Steelers were moving on the Colts. Yeah. The Colts have a pretty good defense. They were just, they moved the ball all day. They only punted one time, and the other two were by fumbles. That was it. Yeah. Other times, so. they had a field goal or a touchdown. So, Connor got hurt last night, didn't he? No, last week. Last week. Last week, okay. Did he play this week? No. No. Hoping to have him back next week. Yeah. I think one of the big takeaways for the Steelers is that they're, they're, they, they're a, they have the ability to be a plug-and-play at running back. The offensive line makes the running backs great. The running backs aren't necessarily always great. I mean, we're seeing what Le'Veon Bell's like without a good offensive line. Granted, he's. Not, I'm not saying he's a bust without them, but 
He's not the same guy. You know, I I would I would make the same argument that James Conner is not a top tier running back on a different team. It, the the offensive line makes the running backs, and that's one of the best things that. you can have. I'd be kind of happy I mean, if the Steelers made that trade. We'll get to that. I'll shit talk Bell for a whole year. <laughs> I mean, he didn't shit talk him. Yeah, he didn't. I want <laughs> Bell back. <laughs> All right, so we'll use that as a transition. We'll go into Mass's minutes, uh, recap everything over the last week since our last show. Oh. Uh, we'll start with the big one. Uh, Nationals are World Series champions. Yeah. Called it. They did. They did call really, it. You know what, though? Good, good for that. That was a team that wasn't supposed to make the playoffs. No, they weren't supposed to do shit. They, I said they they'd make the playoffs at the start of the season. Yes, you did. Um, I also said that Brian Dozer was going to be a big part of that team, and he was hammered at the parade. So I was right. I don't know. Won a World Series, Kyle. It's all that matters. I, Juan Soto is really good. I will say that. So was Adam Eaton. This is one of the more entertaining World Series uh, that I've watched. Such bullshit. No home team could win. I know that's just what was so funny about that. Not it's like a, you, you went, you went in the road. You're like, all right, we got this. <laughs> it wasn't. I don't. But that mentality didn't happen until game four. After game four, like the, I mean, I don't think there was anybody. I don't think there was anybody that was con- in baseball besides like the over like zealous like Astros fan that was just like the Astros are going to win three in in Washington. Yeah. Like after after beating them after beating them up in Houston. And then they won one, and you're like, okay, well, we you expect the Astros to win one. You know, it's definitely expect them to win at least one. Yeah. And then they won the second one, and you're like, okay, so like now the Astros have the momentum, so they're probably going to win game three and then close it up at home. And then the Nationals squeaked out game six, and then game seven happened, and, you know, I think everybody that was watching the game after the first five innings thought Astros by a billion because yeah. Granky was pitching a fucking gem. He won and then, and then, then they overmanaged. Granky yeah. hit every spot in those first six. It games. was it was beautiful. All but one. Watch. Yeah, all but one. I mean, he gave up the home run, and then they pulled him, which is stupid. They overmanaged, and then they just kind of laid down and died. <laughs> That's how that they point. do in the playoffs, man. They Here, let's go ahead and put it in Ozuna. That'll Take work for us. Yeah. Oh, he walked three guys. Take him out. Yep. Now your bullpen's fucked for the next two games. My thing that I don't understand is they had Cole ready to go. They didn't want to bring him in in the middle of an inning. I understand that, but he's he's a starting pitcher. Well, I think he's still like we were talking about it right now. Like he could come in and just lay an egg. Like there's no guarantee. Yeah, that, that too he could be, but you know he's good. He gives you the better but, chance. But again, you, you're taking a guy that's but he a doesn't starter, give you the better chance. And he, you're taking a guy that's a starter, and you're putting him in. You know, there's already guys on base. Or I don't remember what the exact situation was, but one on. Uh, but, but but look at look at it this way. So look at. Look at the Colts. This, this be a, re- a reference for you. You look at the Colts over the, for the past uh, about two years ago, and then for the probably past six years before that. Who was their place kicker? Mike Vanderjet. Kyle, who's been the place kicker for the Colts since two thousand six? Vinatieri. Vinatieri was there in oh eight. No, did Vinatieri get hurt, Kyle? Yeah. All right, anyways. I want to punch you in your dick. That's fine. Continue with your point. But she's the place kicker, right? Huh? He kicks the field goals. Yep. Who kicked? Who did kickoffs? McAfee, right? Pat McAfee did. Oh, because Vinatieri had the best accuracy in the league, but didn't have the leg. Didn't have the distance. Pat McAfee made sure the balls weren't able to be returned, because he could boom it out of the back of the end zone. 
It's the same concept. With just, Cole could be the best pitcher in the MLB, but he's not a reliever. Coming yeah. in, even if you're coming in in the sixth inning, is not the same as just coming in on the first. It's, not. it's a completely different feel. Because when you're when you're a starter, you're you're pretty much getting three ish innings of cold bats of people that don't know what you're throwing, they don't know how much you're throwing, what you're throwing, how on you are. So they're guessing and they're they're going in, they're looking for specific things. And if you if, hey, I'm looking for the fastball high and away. If he throws it, I'm going for it. Other than that, we're going to see what happens. And then the next time they're up to bat, okay, I've seen what he's done through nine batters. Now I'm going to start looking for different things. But that's not how it goes. I mean, it's not how it's not Unless the same thing. Your name is Madison Bumgarner. It's not a good idea to put you in. Madison Bumgarner is just a playoff pitching guy. That's it. You can put everybody could say. You can put him in any situation. He'll just have the same mentality. Only in the postseason. Um, interesting thing was this is the least watched Game Seven of World Series in the last five years. I think. It was. I think it's just because it's not two big market teams. I mean the the Nationals and the 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 Astros have been hot the last few years, but it's it's still not a huge baseball market. I didn't know that the the the, 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 ga- the game down. seven was the lowest rated game seven. Yes. Was no of ever or I know like past... the last five years. Yeah. No. Didn't it fall on a Thursday? Yes. It's another big thing. Thursday night football, and that's going to take away from us. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and what was the Thursday night game? I remember uh, also, that was the start of NBA. That was yeah. the first game of the NBA season. But that, but that's what I mean. Like if no, it, it came down, if it came down the to first the first game Yankees of the NBA season was on Tuesday. Oh, well, right. If it came down to like Yankees and Dodgers, it probably would have been the highest rated in the last, just because it's it would have been two big market teams. Yeah, the the Astros and the Nationals just aren't big I, baseball. I, I agree, but that's markets. a very extreme example of New York versus Los Angeles. But but that's I mean the the Dodgers were in the playoffs and the Yankees, you know, I mean like. It was a possibility, right? You know, I, I just, I just mean of those markets, like that comparison is just even, astronomical. Even, still, even if it was, you know, the Yankees, it, it would have been higher rate just because it's a big market. The the Astros and the Nationals aren't, you know, big time baseball markets. The Astros have been good, you know, the Nationals have been good, but it's just not nationwide as you know, like a Dodgers Yankees thing would have been. Yeah. All right, moving on. Um, it's funny because I wouldn't watch any of the games if it was Dodgers Yankees, because <laughs> I just would have wanted both teams to lose. <laughs> um, big news uh, in the Golden State: Steph's out for three months with a broken hand. They already suck with Steph, so so time for them to start looking towards next year. Nobody that was on the team last year is, is starting a game this year, or starting a game for three months. They're having a except Draymond. Nope. He's, He's out. out Draymond, Draymond's out too. So is D'Angelo Russell. Draymond broke his finger. I read an article today that Golden State was going to tank for Tua. <laughs> <laughs> Draymond, Draymond's out for I think they said two to three weeks. Yep. Steph's out for three months, and then Durant, Boogie, and Clay are out all year. Oh my and, god, I forgot. And about that. It's crazy. And D'Angelo Russell's not started. Didn't start tonight against the, the Rockets. I forgot that Boogie. Boogie and the Rockets will find a way to lose that game. God, they're bad. They are. But Boogie tore his ACL, right? Uh, he also slapped this somebody. This should always be a ploy, Didn't he also too. sign with the Lakers? You guys think what? They got hurt? The Warriors come back next year. They're going to get Steph back healthy. They're going to get a healthy Clay Thompson. If they decide to keep D'Angelo Russell, it's not them, but they're going to get a good haul back for him. 
And then if they end up with a one or two pick, you can potentially get a very another superstar. And the Warriors are very good at drafting. And one of these kids are going to turn out. They have, they're going to have so, many, so much playing time. They're not going to be good this year at all. They're going to be a lottery team. But just a matter of where they end up in the lottery is how how big this was for them. If they went up with the first pick, they need a center, and, and the best player in the draft this year is a center. So. Kyle, I'm a small forward, so <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. James Plus, you also you can't count them out too, too much either because there's the fact that Steph will be back and he's going to be hungry. Draymond's going to have to be the leader of the team and there's nobody with more heart on an NBA team than Draymond Green. You have a bunch of young kids that have played under Hall of Fame talent for two, three years now, and you have a top five coach. But a lot of them, they have two rookies in their lineup. Jordan Fool and Eric Fresco. Um, and Kevin Looney's hurt too, I think. Right, I just don't see them. I think they're going to go through a lot of losses until Steph gets back. I don't think they can make up for what they. Like even with Steph, they're getting blown out. I think it's time to just hit the pause button, suck for a year. Think about trading Russell and figure it out. My opinion. Yeah. Ma? I was say, did you say my name? No. <laughs> now I did. But what do you think? I mean, they're, they're a team that, like you said, kind of got a reset. They, they've been dominant for so long. You know, guys, wow. guys are hurt. Let, you know, it is what it is. I mean, they'll be back. It'll be nice to not hear about him for a little while. <laughs> well, we might still just hear about it because, you know. Of course. It's going to be just like the New York team. All right. The, the Yankees are fantastic. All right. The Yankees fucking suck. It's just the two di- dichotomies. Which way are you leaning? Yeah. Um, New England finally releases Josh Gordon. Ends up with the Seahawks. Uh, reports that Seahawks had actually reached out to Antonio Brown prior to landing Gordon. Some due diligence. Yeah. Um, Still sign them. <laughs> so this is a team that now features Lockett, Gordon, and Metcalf. Scary? Potentially. Fucking Russell Wilson's scary. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, if Josh Gordon can be, I mean, almost like he wasn't bad with the pay. It was just kind of a weird thing. On like, and off thing. But but what I mean is like they put him on the IR. He's saying I can play, and then they cut him. It was like a weird yeah, dynamic going on. But they didn't want but I, I don't know. Like you could put a healthy <laughs> guy on the IR. <laughs> he got hurt in that one game. I felt I, the the Monday night game. No, I know, but I mean the IR means you're out for eight weeks minimum. He's missed a game, and he I might play this upcoming game. They they put him the Patriots put him on the IR, and then released him. So it was just a weird the, thing. The, there's a reason why they did it, and I don't know what that reason is. But they they, they have, it was a calculated thing. I don't know. And, why. They had to I'm, cut somebody for Harry coming back. The rookie that they drafted. You don't think there was anybody else they could have cut? And, and the Josh, I don't think Josh Gordon was a good fit for that team. But but the other side is 
I was mean, all right last year, though. Belichick's the guy making these decisions. They're so just tired of the what? What if like he had gotten in trouble last year a little bit? Got suspended. I think they were just tired of it. Nothing happened this year. But no, cut, they, they stood by him through the whole, and then still no, brought him back. He just wasn't a good fit for the team, and they just they they probably were looking for something for him. Didn't Did get really Jones offers. Just lead block on a end around. Oh, he gets out there. <laughs> he gets hit pretty good every time, but he gets out there. He's just Eli Manning. Oh, Eli didn't do that. No, but if Eli did, that's exactly <laughs> what would have happened. Eli he would have ran back. as hard as he could into a cornerback and then fell over, <laughs> and the cornerback would have been like, "There's a stiff breeze out here." All right, so if Gordon does stuff for the Seahawks, looks good. Patriots have egg on their face. No, no. This is the plug-in. They'll find some guy who's <laughs> sure. walking cat. Oh, that's sick. It's a fast cat. I can't wait to hear the commentary on this later. Get there. He's so cute. Oh, he's on the back end of the field. Just how play. did a stray cat get into a stadium in New York? That's true. That's actually the special teams coach. There's, <laughs> there, there's about a hundred of those that get ran over by cars every day in New York. Oh, let me take a picture. Oh, guy went for a nose pick on TV. Good for him. Oh, it's so long. It's so long. <laughs> no shit, it's on live TV. <laughs> Do you imagine if, imagine if like, imagine if like Byron Jones just came over and punted it? <laughs> How far could he get it? Do you think he could get it through the goalposts? From just there? score already. From there? <laughs> yeah. I could probably kick the cat through the goalposts oh, from there. Well, no, no, no. Oh, As oh, it is. Oh. Touchdown! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I benched him too. Yeah, You're so confused. Where do I go? How do I get out of here? Is that minus points for running out of bounds? Well, what is, what you... It seems to be running away from me. So. <laughs> this is the greatest thing to ever happen on Monday night. No, it's not. If I were there, I would be on the field. Oh my god! And, and then no, you'd you be wouldn't. in jail. Yeah. yeah. We sit way too high up for you to make it to the field. Yeah. The best part is, is Rebecca would go to jail and Kendall <laughs> would just see be that like, guard is just like, all right, Kendall would right just be like, more beer. <laughs> <laughs> the entire stadium claps for the cat getting out. <laughs> no, they're clapping for pussy. Anyway, so, continue. I say, so what was it you asked? No, so no, no egg on the face. It happens all oh, the no. time. It, it, it's, I mean, you see shit like that happen. It, it's not. No. It's not an egg on the face thing. I don't think so. Because, I mean... Who like, was the last receiver that the Patriots traded to the Seahawks? I know they didn't trade this guy. The egg on the face thing usually happens more for, like, a player that's not playing... Like, for example, if after next year the Bears decide Trubisky's not the way to go, he goes to the Dolphins and he becomes a 4,000-yard passer throwing 35 touchdowns, egg on the face of the Bears. Egg on the face of the Saints for what they... Egg, and for uh, going after Jarius Bird and then having him be a humongous fucking bust. Stuff like that, but no, he just he, he wasn't a scheme fit for them. Gordon is a possession receiver. They don't play with possession receivers in New England. They play with slot guys and they play with deep threats. They do not play with the they don't they don't play with the, the Brandon Marshall type players, which is what Gordon is a big physical run my route and I'm going to outbody the guy for the ball. He's not the he's not the continuous down the field throw it up and I'm going to go get a guy. And he's not the, I'm going to take two steps out and slant in guy. That's just not what he is. Sanu is that guy. Sanu's the, I'm going to sprint down the field, and then I'm going to run a three-yard in route. That's what Sanu does. The the thing I can see Gordon exploding there is, is he might end up being, or he probably will be, the number three receiver behind Lockett and Metcalf. And, and I think Gordon can beat almost any number three corner. I mean, the guy's a great route runner. I, I think he can 
go and make any third corner. I, I, I disagree. I think I think that this game, yes, maybe, but I think by after this game, I think that Gordon will be bumped up to the two. And the reason for that is because even though Gordon might be able to out-route run a third-string corner or a nickel corner, imagine sending Metcalf down the field with a third-string corner on him. Metcalf won't have to jump. Well, <laughs> even that, I don't think that would be the thing because – they'll they both play the outside. Lockett's a better slot receiver than anything. I don't think they so, move Lockett whatsoever. No, no, no. it's not about that. No, but it, but it, but it's not about that. Julian Edelman's a slot receiver. He's the number one in New England forever. It, being a slot guy doesn't mean you're not the number there's, one. There's the NFL's too. I know, but that's not how the NFL works anymore. Like Wes Welker wasn't the one. He was the slot guy. But like you see it all the time. There's plenty of guys that are slot guys that are the number one. Well, then he's telling you some somebody's numbers are going to go down. I mean, but that's just good for your football team. And somebody's, you know, equaling out, you know, you know, whatever you're trying to do there. What? I don't know. I'm struggling I'm trying to say. Your production is being. I think the out. I think the biggest person outside of Russell Wilson that this benefits is Luke Wilson. They they haven't had any tight end any tight end production since Disley went down because there's nobody worth. I mean, linebackers can you just put a linebacker on them and hope for the best type of deal. If you have three receivers playing and you're doing a zone coverage, it's going to be much easier for a tight end to seep through a crack and catch a ball 15 yards down in the gap between the safeties and the linebackers. The hell was that kick? Um, Rojas is shaky. Rojas <sighs> kicking the league last year, right? He was. How about this year? No. Hard no on that, Kyle. All right, so... What I'm sure Kyle's going to want to talk about. That's a Panther. <laughs> Do you know what it's going to be? Dante Moncrief to the Panthers? No, but you can talk about that one if you want to. I don't want to. It's not news. <laughs> is it to the Panthers? Steelers and Bell? No, that's on here, I but you can talk what, about that. What is it? Embiid and Cat? <laughs> there you go. They're into a fight. It happens all... No, it doesn't, Kyle. It does. It doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't though. You got suspended for two games. But the, That's it. Fights don't happen in the NBA. Okay, but what's not a like big that. Fight? Two people push, people push, and then they and, and and someone falls to the ground, and that's the fight in the NBA. These guys got into it. They they threw fists, and ben then Simmons Ben Simmons choked, tried to choke him out. Yeah, it was a cuddle party, according to Charles Barkley. It, it's going to happen. Embiid's a controversial player, and he doesn't know when to shut his mouth. That that's Embiid's thing. Embiid is a trash talker. He's just this generation's. Like meta world peace, you know, and the Dennis Rodmans. That's what he is. He's he's somebody that's going to go out and whether he's backing it up with his talent or he's having an off night, he's just going to talk shit. And there's going to be players that aren't going to deal with it. There's players that are going to get physical with him and they're going to fight him back. And that's just what's going to happen. That's what happens when you're a shit talker. 99% of the league will just, you know, fucking talk shit back to him and blah 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 but there's the 1% the outlier that will get physical with somebody who just keeps running their mouth I don't watch NBA often enough <laughs> to know this who's the bigger shit talker Embiid or Green oh Embiid Embiid's a way bigger shit talker Green is the more dirtier shit mm. yeah well, Green, Green's just like a passionate guy like that's just what it is like, he'll kick you in the balls for a bucket huh. I mean for a bucket <laughs> I I haven't really thought about it in a long time. I don't I don't know if Embiid's the biggest shit talker in the NBA. I mean, he hasn't been around long enough. I'm sure there's bigger ones. But I mean, there, there are just there are so many people over the years that have just talked so much fucking garbage over the years. It's great. I mean, you get teams like the Spurs 
who didn't talk any crap at all. And just went out. Hey, and hey fellas, we're gonna play a good game today, huh? <laughs> Foul rest. Just fucking dunked on you and put my balls in your mouth. Yeah, they were good. <laughs> we're still up thirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just dunked. I just dunked on you. What the fuck you think about that? Uh, well, Manu grabbed a bat out of the <laughs> air. <laughs> that was the coolest thing. I was watching that game live when that happened. How long so ago cool. is that now? Like eight years. No, longer than that. I think that happened in the two thousands. I think that happened in the... Uh, yeah, I think it was like... I don't know. That was so cool, though. Bah. I just fucking grabbed it. I wish he bit it. <laughs> just goes right for it. 2009. Yeah, I was right. The closest, ago, uh, the, the closest to being wrong I could be, but I was right. <laughs> the, but, but anyway, back to the Embiid Town thing. It's... There's no... For the first time in a long time, we don't have a rivalry in the NBA. There are no two teams that are just going at it. And Towns and Embiid are just big guys who play with a lot of passion that are both the cornerstone of their team, and they're both very physical guys. And Who's the better player? Towns. That's a legitimate question because I don't know the answer to Towns. It. I think Embiid's better defensively by far. Towns is a better player. All-around player? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. But I do. Opinion. I do. <clears throat> it's not like there's somebody else here I can ask for their NBA opinions. Hey, uh, Bach, who do you think the better player is? You think Town because he hates me. Hey, Kendall, who do you That's think the better true. player is? I was going to say Drew Holiday. Oh, I think you. I think Towns is just as good at the fundamental portions of basketball, defensive basketball as Embiid. I just think Embiid's a better shot blocker. I think Towns is. I, I think they're equal at, at rebounding. I think Towns has more offensive talent. And B just has a better three point shot. All right, um, because the game or because the it's not a consistent three point shot, but he's got a better three point shot. Because the segment's taking a little longer than I thought, I'm going to round out uh, the rest of the NBA. Um, just take your time. Who cares? We have yeah. nothing. To, we have nothing else to talk about tonight. Cool. All right, so uh, we're going to stick with the NBA and we're going to talk about a couple injuries that have happened. Uh, Jazz is Ed Davis is out for. Quite a while with the mess. This is supposed to be news. Yeah, is it he's not like the backup? Who house. cares? <laughs> I don't know these players well enough to tell you whether that. Like, start he's a good player. He's a good like role player. I right, put it this way: if you're doing anything NBA or NHL related, send it to me. I'll let you know if it's worth it. If it wasn't a Bleacher Report update, no, that's <laughs> no because that that, that would have been a Bleacher Report update because Bleacher Report takes no, everything's news. How about Reggie player. Jackson from the Pistons? He sucks. Okay. How about like he's, uh, like, he's a starter. How about Collins from the Blazers? Couldn't hear you through the sunflower seed. <laughs> He's not a cornerstone, but all right. <laughs> all right, on. so we're going to move on to the other. No, no, no. Tell you what, though. No, so you, we're going to move on. The, you brought up the Pistons. I, I, they're doing it wrong. Think it's so cool and so like emotional that despite the years that have gone by and everything that co- what could have been, how embracing the Chicago Bulls crowd is every time Derrick Rose steps on the court at home. I mean, you, you see it like when play, like when Tony Parker went to the Hornets, when he came and played at San Antonio, they were like warming, but that was like, it was a one year thing. Like Derrick Rose has been gone for four years now. And every time he steps on the court, I mean, it, I, I can't think of another time that that's been this. Cause, cause the thing too is he, he was a Cav for a little while. He was a Nick. 
and he and he's been a piston. He spends a lot of. It's not like he went and got went and played for the Sacramento Kings. He has spent a lot of time on the Bulls court as an opponent. And every time the crowd is just behind him. I mean, they were chant. They had MVP chants for him while he was there. He he went up to shoot a free throw. He he shot the free throw. It rimmed in and out. But then he they started chanting MVP, and you could just, you could see his eyes glazing over, and he was just smiling. Because he didn't leave for selfish reasons. No, he didn't. No, he he didn't leave. The Bulls yeah. traded him because he just kept getting too injured, and they had to figure something out. I mean, it's it's a lot. How much merch do you think? Well, they Kyle, you want the ones that are in my mouth? I'm asking. How much? How much? Not being a smart ass. I'm just saying. Do you want them? No, I'm fine. How much merch do you think that they could sell if they traded back for Derrick Rose? How much merch they could sell? Yeah, like everybody buying his jersey. I don't think that. I think people are still buying his jersey. Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, they don't. You know, it's not the WWE. They don't really think that way. <laughs> like, it's not, hey, let's go out and get this guy. We'll probably sell a lot of T-shirts. <laughs> hey, um, God, probably do these. Probably help. So, um, Miami got its first win over the Jets. Yeah, the Jets are terrible. Yeah, I mean, that was a bad football game. We watched it. Yeah, me and Kendall sat and watched the pretty much the whole thing, and it was pretty bad. You know what, though? Here's the thing. It was a bad game. Forget about that. We're, eight, we're nine weeks into the NFL season, and still nobody is talking about the Bills being 6-2. and two. I know. I know. The Bills are a game behind the Patriots for first place. I'm going to get a dual action sunflower seeds now. <laughs> I'm just going to eat them. A lot of crick cracking. Yeah, going. Kyle just eats them. I can't. I, oh, I couldn't even imagine. <laughs> he puts a whole handful and just crunches it and swat. Oh. <laughs> He's a, a real man. He shits blood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Talking, I don't know how you do it. I, I can do a handful. I couldn't go past that. It would kill me. Um, sometimes, yeah, the, the sometimes, terrible. sometimes I hamster them. Like I, I shove, like I'll take the sleeves, and like if I'm on a long car ride, sometimes I'll pack a whole sleeve in one cheek and a whole sleeve in another cheek, <laughs> and then I'll shift them around. But then I just spit them out whole. I don't even eat them. <laughs> I just want to get all the salt off them. My cheeks wouldn't fit all that. Um, oh, fun stat about Adam Gase. He, he sucks. Had, <laughs> he has 24 career wins as a head coach and 25 losses by double digits. He's a coordinator, not a coach. Yep. And he looks fucking scary. Weird looking guy. <laughs> Swear to God, he's on all the cocaine in New York right now. Well, the, um, I was talking with uh, somebody, and apparently, like, no joke, he stays up till like four in the morning, just like texting his players and eating pizza. Like, that's just what he's about. He's a weird guy. Is that like a real thing? Somebody that's else a real is, thing. Somebody else used to do that. <laughs> and then they got fired from Philadelphia and went to go ca- coach the Chiefs. <laughs> poor Andy. My favorite thing about Andy Reid is his picture, like at the uh, annual owners meeting with all the coaches. He just fucking shows up in a Hawaiian shirt and sandals. <laughs> Love that about Andy Reid. Um, yeah. So the question was: Is Adam Gase a one and done in New York? Now we wonder: Does he actually make it through the season? Does he? The only thing that gives me any reason to say that he could be a one and done is because they were pretty much just ready to shop all their players at the trade deadline. They, I mean, I don't think there was really seriousness to it. It was just like, hey, everyone's available in case anyone's looking to overpay. Like that, that, and you see teams do that. 
Yep. In every sport, every year at the trade deadline. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, they're a team that's going nowhere, and they have pieces that have value. So it's like, hey, you know, if you're willing, you know, a team that's on the fringe that needs that cornerback or that running back, like, hey, you know, yeah, if you're willing to overpay a little bit, we'll, we'll, we'll shed the guy. That's not a problem. Whatever. And, I think they asked for Zach Barton and two ones for Jamal Adams. They asked for either offensive lineman and a one. In the first round, that's also, fuck Jamal Adams. <laughs> Why? Because uh, what an arrogant ant. Like, the guy's been in the league, what, two years? And he, he's complaining, uh, three, either way, complaining that they were, like, fielding calls for him, comparing himself to, you know, the Aaron Donald and Tom. Dude, you've done nothing. You're, he's, you're, done a lot. he's done a lot. He, he's a but very good safety. I, I, I'm not saying sucks. he's not good. I'm not He's very good. But. He's, I, I would put Jamal Adams as a possible top five safety in oh, the NFL. Yeah. He's very good. There, there's no denying his talent. He's definitely a top five. But if he's going to sit and say, well, the Patriots don't take calls on Tom. The guy's won six Super Bowls and been there for 20 years. It, it's very different. Yeah, but but we also all armchair quarterback and say how they don't call, make calls on the Patriots. Yeah. No, I know. But what I'm saying is is he, he compared himself saying the Patriots don't take. No, no, no. I'm saying like the Patriots don't field trade calls for Tom Brady. and But oh. the Jets did it for him, and that's – well, but he's he won but, six Super Bowls. But he was salty because the the Jets front office gave them their word that they weren't shopping him, and then they did. I uh, even still, the, no, the, the it's comment, not even still. The comment That's... he made was stupid. Yeah, but but he was making it in regards to his front office, not about it's comparing himself to being Tom Brady. He was comparing he's the himself... best player on the Jets. He's the Jets' Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if he's not Tom Brady. He's their Tom Brady. He's pretty close and to you... being the best at his position. I would have cried if Le'Veon Bell came back. <laughs> We're getting there, Kyle. Just say it. Might as well just get on. We're already on the Jets. Nope. We're getting there. I'm going to take a break and then talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Le'Veon Bell. Carlos Beltran is the new Jesus Mets Christ. manager. Why are you jumping around? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> I like the move so, to the Mets. So, just he's going to get fired next year? Like... <laughs> so, all it is, I mean, I, I mentioned it to Mark yesterday. There's this trend right now that, you know... Players who just, you know, retired and, you know, have gotten into coaching some aspect are just getting – it just seems to be kind of the theme right now that these teams are looking to have these players who were somewhat successful to be their, their manager. And just the Mets found themselves in that stream and Beltran was available. It was a guy. Everybody's happy. Whatever. But here's the thing. A lot of teams actually – a lot of teams wanted him as a manager. Right. And the thing is that – I don't think Beltran will will be a bad choice. I just think that you can't go after him after the first year. Player manager? Like, that's <laughs> what the Mets do. They crucify the managers after one year, and it gets them nowhere. I don't disagree. I just think that you know, perhaps some more thought could have went into a lot of decision making. Right, Terry, Kyle, how long before you hated Gabe Kapler? Game one of the first year. <laughs> when I saw that game one against the Braves, the first year, I was furious. Aaron Nola threw 60 pitches through six innings. And he pulled him. Because of his analytic bullshit. They lost that game. And he left the game 4 nothing. <laughs> Not a shot at you, but I, I remember you hated him instantly. So I thought that was going to be funny. Fuck analytics. Play the game. But I don't think this will be the last time in the next, we'll call it, year, two years, 
that we see another young guy who retired in the past, call it five years, who's going to get a managerial job. I don't know. Pujols. Maybe. To the Brewers. <laughs> For no the, reason. Probably the Cardinals. Nope. To the Brewers. <laughs> As a pitching coach. Oh, Terry Collins is back, too. I didn't think Terry Collins was a bad guy. No, he was a good manager. Yeah. He just lost the clubhouse. Now they're doing it to help Elton. Yeah. They hired Jay Bruce. He's still playing. That was a bad pick. All right, so... Um, J.D. Martinez is staying with the Red Sox. And he's now the manager there. <laughs> so I was kind of surprised by that. I was surprised that he stayed. That's bad news for the Red Sox. Yeah, because that means somebody's out the door. Well, yeah. I mean, I think the assumption is that Betts is going to be Yeah, moved. he's going to be dealt this year. Yeah. But I, I was surprised that because Mar- Martinez, is, he's not a young guy. And, I mean, he could have probably went and made – more money, you know, signed another three, four year deal and made more money somewhere else. But, I mean, he's still making a lot. I'm not surprised. He's had two killer years for that. But that's what I mean. Like, he was a guy that, he, how old is he? 30. Like 34. 34. 30. So that's what I mean. He could have signed a, another three, four year deal with another team to make, you know, another five million a year, you know, and kind of finish, finish with a but, heavier bank it, account. But for him, it's different. Because now he's kind of classified mostly as an only DH. He's a DH. That's what I mean. He so that, that breaks it down into 15 teams. Okay. Okay. Now, hear me out. No, I, I, I'm agreeing so with you. So, you got a lot of AL teams who are not buyers. The Royals, the Orioles. Um, like Even, like, I don't think the Indians are buying right now. You don't think a team like Tampa that has all the money in the world no, under the tax? Tampa doesn't pay people. But I, but I'm saying like there there is, like there's there's a market for him, but there's not a big enough market for him to be like I'm comfortable leaving this deal. Yeah. Unless he wanted to go play for the fucking Baltimore Orioles, but I don't think he wanted to do that. <laughs> hey, money is money. That's right. That's true. Look at Harper. I think the White Sox would be interested. <laughs> <laughs> that was very funny. <laughs> The White Sox would be buyers, but in free agency, not they don't want they're not going to want to give up assets. They finally have well, them. he would have been if he opted out. He would have been a free agent, right? But he didn't. He didn't. Oh, well, no, he's not going to go anywhere. I don't think they'll trade him. Who bets? Oh, I'm talking about uh, no, JD Martinez. I'm talking about bets. Like I'm saying, like I think the the White Sox, I think would have very much been a buyer for like someone like Betts, a, a, a spark bat in the lineup, which is what they desperately need. You might but, still be able to buy him. But they're not going to buy them through picks, through through prospects, because they finally have all their prospects where they want them. They have a good amount of guys in the lower end of the thing system. They have a good amount of guys in the in the works ready to come up, and then they have a good amount of guys up right now. And they're going to be getting their top pitching prospect back soon. And you know, next year's I think, like I said, if it was free agency, if it was just shelling out money, yeah, it would, they'd be all about it. I th- I I wouldn't be surprised to see to hear the White Sox go really hard at Cole because they they have they have what they have what Giolito did last season you know and and, you know you hope obviously he builds on that and then you're going to be getting Rodon back during the season next season you're going to be getting Kopich back to start the season so you know if anything you have a strong one-two with the question marks of what the other guys are going to be which there was strong upside before they got hurt all right. Um, 
Betts, in my opinion, will be traded to a National League team. The Phillies. No. No, I'm saying the Phillies. Like the Reds are in play. The Phillies. Are the Phillies in play? Do you have the money? Yeah. They, they'll pay the Man, I, He kind of just looks like a Philly, doesn't he? Yeah, Say it. Do we want to play this right now? Say it, Souls. <laughs> you guys really want to go after? We have more people to give away than any other team right now. But just just say the line. No. Red Sox want young outfielders and pitching. We got that. Say it, Kyle. No. Not I, good pitching. I was going to say, what young pitching do you have? You pitched all year that they didn't have no, pitching. No, they have a number two <laughs> pitcher in their prospect who they can have. Bring them up. I said that Why didn't year. they? Because they, they brought up the hammer. Because they have Gabe Kapler. And they brought up the hammer. You'll see all the kids gone. Pavetta and... Is that it, Mass? No more? Um, got a couple more things to go through. Um, X. Blue Jays win the AL East. All right, we're going to stick up... <laughs> We're going to stick on baseball for a little bit tonight. Finalists for all the awards for the MLB were announced. I'm going to read through the names for the finalists. Uh, just a quick consensus on who we think is going to win the award. Uh, Me, you, and him. All right. Uh, MVP finalists for the American League are Trout, Bregman, and Simeon. Trout. LeMahieu should have his name in there. Else? Not not win it, but he, he he should he should have been a finalist. Nobody else. Trout. He's Trout. just he's just really. But good. it'll be Trout. Marcus right. Semyon. Uh, National League uh, has Yelich, Bellinger, and Rendon. Bellinger. That that one's an interesting one. Is it Bellinger just because they made the playoffs? Yeah, Brewers kinda, didn't. My first thought was kind of Bellinger too. Well, Brewers did. He just got knocked down the ballpark again. I don't consider that the playoffs. It's getting into that's the gate to getting into. It's it. technically the postseason, but it's like it's like the hey, you have a chance to play one more game to actually, for a chance yeah. to go to the playoffs. <laughs> so, so you don't think Rendon at all? Well, I say Bellinger so much because he's a statistical leader for the majority of the season, and you know the impact the Dodgers. Yeah, it just. Just one of those things. He'll probably be Bellinger. I know that a good year, though. You did. All right. Um, we have manager of the year finalists for the American League. We got Boone, Cash. <laughs> Boone, Cash, and Baldelli. Is that, did I say his last name right? It should be Baldelli. All right. Who do we think? I think Rocco Baldelli. I, I mean, for the sake of being on, oh, I, I say Boone. Well, that's kind of my thought, too. You, you took a team that had a bunch of, you know, what of. A new injury every day. Yeah, and they played well. Well. Boom. Okay. Um, who, right. who do you think? I personally think it's Boone. Who did Rocco Baldelli play for? He played for the Rays. Did he? Coach Twins. I, I, I know. I know he's a coach, but I remember, like. He was actually the devil ray, but he was the part of the, the I think, shit squad. I think Boone, purely because, like Mox said, all the injuries that he dealt with for the majority of the season, well, plus yeah, how I, far they got with the, with the pitching depth that they had, which was nothing. More than what the Twins had. That's true. Well, um, their bullpen was very deep. Who? Yeah, but, but their starting was not. <laughs> yeah, you could get away with that for 168 games. Um, National League had uh, Council, Schilt, and... 
Snicker. Snicker. Right, say that again. Snicker. Say it, say it all over again. It's from right. Snickers, and yes, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Council, Schilt, and uh, Snicker. Do you name these right? First of all, it's Craig Council. Council. All right. Okay. Schilt. Cecil. Robinson Cancel. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I don't know the other one. All right. So we're going to go ahead and take counsel for lack what, of everything what else. What teams? I have no idea. Sorry. Not helpful. Um, gonna... <laughs> You're reading the names. That's all that's fucking there. It doesn't say anything else, asshole. Let me see the names. Sorry, maybe I can actually figure it out. Oh. <laughs> I could see that going so poorly. Great toss. No catch. All right, so while Souls looks that up, um, that player on the Browns, Jahir Whitehead. It's, it should be Snicker because he was a brave overachieve. All right. Or it should be Dave Martinez because he took right. to the fucking World Series. Do you guys care about finishing this off? or What do you got? All right. So uh, Cy Young finalists uh, for the American League, you got Cole, Verlander, and Morton. It's probably going to be Cole. I think so. I mean, the guy was what eighteen and zero for until yeah. until he wasn't. <laughs> It'd be cool if it was Charlie Martin. Definitely picked good enough to get it. No, going with Charlie Martin. All right. Uh, National yeah. League: Scherzer, Degrom, Ryu. Should be fucking Ryu. It's gonna be Scherzer, but it should be Ryu. No, it should be Degrom because he's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> he won it last year, and he won it again. He didn't pitch as good as last year. He didn't. But he still pitched pretty well. Ryu. Alright. They got carried by fantasy team for a while. Alright. Last last category. Rookies of the year. Uh Jordan Alvarez, Brandon Lowe, John Means. Anybody? Jimmy Alvarez. Yeah. yeah. Uh National League, Pete Alonzo. Uh hold on. It's gonna be Pete Alonso. It's gonna be Pete Alonzo. Alright, so I'm gonna <laughs> stop there. Who are the other two names? Uh Doug Dugson. And Trent Fernando Tatis Jr. and Mike Soroka. If anybody else, it'd be Mike Soroka, but I think it's Pete Alonso. Was Juan Soto not a rookie? No, he played last year. Did he? All right. Um, last big thing. Uh, Jahir Whitehead loses his mind after the Browns game last night. As you should. And just starts going off on a Started tangent. calling people crackers on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't realize that. Uh, yeah. Invited people to his house a to sl- fight them. A slur that no one cares about. Yep. Um, just team waved him today. But just amazing the kind of temper tantrum you can have that'll lose you millions of dollars. Just, Was he a starter? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Man, what an asshole. Like, just keep your mouth shut. Go off on people when you retire. But yeah. I, it's just amazing how people can talk themselves out of money like that. Um, so That's I'll, embarrassing. Go ahead. Take it away. Maybe on Bell? Yeah. Well, I just wish they did the trade. Like, I know it wasn't going to happen, but it would have been cool. Do you agree, Ken? It would have been cool. I was kind of bummed that he didn't sign. So, so you don't think that would have made all of us football fans just look like assholes? Well, after- it, it, makes, <laughs> it makes everybody look like an asshole. But I still would have liked it because I wish he didn't leave. It's not like, we, like he left the Steelers on bad terms. He just wanted money. He didn't really leave on good terms, though. No. Like, it was like, starting he left on bad, better terms and then than, it went bad. He left on better terms than Brown did. Well, yeah. Oh, well, Brown on bad terms with the league. <laughs> yeah, like everybody wants to kick and- his ass. 
and not a lot of time. He just kind of <laughs> really. You wait till he's in the XFL. <laughs> yeah, and get kicked off his own teams. <laughs> that, that's just he's bad. He's gonna fight Connor Cook. <laughs> team he plays for. Cortland Finnegan's Ooh. coming out. Oh God. <laughs> um, but it's just like I don't know. It would have been funny because we're on a full cycle. Yeah, but well, fuck you, Bell. You're back with us. You can't yeah. leave. <laughs> You're stuck with us forever. Um. All right. Well, we've officially gone through an hour and a half of the show without a break. Do you guys want to keep going, or do you guys want to go for no, a short break? We'll take a break and we'll come back for the second half. Yeah. All right. That's what we do. So we'll be back in like five minutes here on the PPRN Radio Network live on Springer. And now. Back, Back to, getting to getting sports, sports with, with drunk, drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by degenerately asshole motherfuckers. Unspeaker. Unspeaker. Pretty much some good. All right, Mass, take it away. All right, perfect. So, rumors coming from The Athletic. Uh, sources in the NFL have started talking about possibly moving the Chargers to London. It. I'd rather they move the Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean, only like the Chargers are kind of like a historical team. They've been out there for so long. Just move them back to San Diego where they had fans. Yeah, that too. I I would be bummed if they were the ones that got moved. If there was any team to move to London, who would it be? None. It's too long of a flight. I don't think it'll ever work. Um, So, if you were to put a team in London, you would have to work the schedule. So that, like, they play away for the first like five games. No, like no, no. It would be like you can't like do it that way. But you have to kind of like do it though, where like they kind of have the meat of their their home schedule in the middle of the season, so that like when they play, everybody's on bias. Yeah, when you play a team, like you play like they host the Detroit Lions, for example. The Lions go to London to play them, and then they have a bye week after, so they can have like time to rest. But but here's the thing: the flight fucks with you if you're doing that to all that amount of time. But but here's the thing, and I mean, logistically they could figure it out because the a flight from New York to London is the same as L.A. to New York. It's a six hour flight. Yeah, but the time difference is bigger by an hour. Makes a big it, difference. Di- but I, but I, like logistically they could figure it out. I mean, so, you know, if you have a West Coast team, you can go on the road, play an East Coast team, and then go to London, and then, you know, if it, it works well, out to be your buyer, whatever. Yeah, but the other thing, too, is, is facilities. What do you mean? They have to, they'd have to build different, more facilities and shit like that, too. Yeah, they, they would need their own state. I mean, you couldn't just keep using Wimbledon. No, no, not even that. There'd have to be other practice facilities built. It's Wembley, too, by the way. It's Wimbledon. Sometimes. Shot. Like when the Bears travel to LA to play the Rams, there's another facility for the away teams to practice in and stuff like that. Like yeah, there, there's but the, that's how the it's built. It, it's too much. But I mean, they they could get around that. I mean, there's enough soccer facilities out there that they could get by. Plus, you also run the thing too. Once you start going international, outside of the North American countries. You run into all kinds of other logistics. What happens if you have a team? In, what happens if there's a team in London on an away game play, play the London Silly Nannies, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, there's a huge there's a huge terrorist attack in in, in Europe, and then, and then it shuts down all European airports. 
and shit like that. Like, it's just, there's all kinds of other outside factors that go into it. When it's all centralized here, if something really, really bad happens here, it sh- kind of shuts down everything. But when you start going to other countries, it dictates facility. Look, look at last year. They they had that massive concert and it shut down the game for Mexico. Like, well, there's other shit that happens. I mean, it's just, there's too much, it's stupid. There's no need for them to do it. It's dumb. It's national. Not International Football League. It's not the INFL. Yet. NFL. It's just money-grubbing, you know? Do you think we'll ever see a team in Canada? I mean, I I would be more into that because it's, you know, basically an extension of the country we live in already, you know? We'll see a team in Canada. We'll see a team in Mexico. I I do think they'll end up being a team in London. It's only a matter of time. Well, No other sport does it, though. I mean, now this... This doesn't exactly have to do with anything, but there was a, a Europe NFL. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Right. Now, I mean, now the competition is different. The players were different. It, what was that wide receiver coming out of uh, the German team that got drafted by the Vikings? Does anybody remember his name? No, but I don't think he's been relevant. So He hasn't been. I just remember him being hyped up. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Moritz Boringer. But, I don't know. I wish the Chargers never left San Diego. That's yeah. a, a heartbreaker for me. You know, I'm not even like an eight. It's, it is a heartbreaker. Because, I mean, you you see their home games, and there's no Chargers fans. Yeah. Like, at all. They they joked about it when the Steelers were out there. That's um, a home game for the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's got to be tough, especially for a guy like like look at like Philip Rivers played his whole career there. They moved in the last couple of years, and it's just kind of been like a dumpster fire. For the, it's it's not good. Yeah, well, and I think too with the the Las Vegas thing going on, I think teams are going to be in the West. They're going to be shaken up even more, just kind of you know where their city is. I mean. Not that it matters, but San Francisco doesn't play in San Francisco. They play in uh, you know, Giants, Jets, wherever. But Giants, Jets, yeah, New Jersey Giants. <laughs> it's but uh, you know that's that's a, an outlier because that, that's a logistical thing more than than like a, a fan thing. You just can't put a football stadium in New York City anywhere. This kind of just popped in my head. How good would the Giants and Jets be together? What do you mean? If you combine them, if you combine Ross, it's a three-win team. <laughs> I'd say it's probably, probably not much better, <laughs> and perhaps worse. Who's the quarterback? Well, you would have. It the, would not be Sam Darnold because he would, is garbage. You but, would have the best running back tandem in the but, NFL, yeah. though, in history. You might as well play my receiver. You guys can talk. Uh, I thought you were going like, to say yeah. something. Um, that would be. That would be the scariest tandem I've ever seen in my fucking life. Yeah. At that point, um, Bell Bell wouldn't be a running back anymore because he would just be a receiver. Why it worked with the with the Saints when they did Kamara and Ingram? But, but he would just be a receiver because he'd be the number one receiver. <laughs> <laughs> Is Russell um, Wilson the best quarterback in the NFL right now? I think so. Do you think he'd be the best quarterback in the NFL if Mahomes didn't get hurt? Yeah. He was playing better than before he got hurt. Well, it's not about playing better, though. I think I think he would. It's not about playing. I mean, 
Mahomes, Brady. I mean, Mahomes, like Wilson, like a, a lot of quarterbacks play better than Tom Brady every year, and they're not better than him. I I think Wilson is the best. And I think we we kind of knew. I think we all sort of predicted Mahomes to have a more down year, but an injury plays into it as well. I think we could have predicted a similar Russell Wilson year. But again, I mean, we've seen it year after year. A team that had the Seahawks have always had a bad offensive line, and it seems like every year Wilson's always in like MVP talks. He always puts up big number. I mean, not just like pedestrian numbers. He puts up big numbers every year. He's to me, he's the best all around quarterback in the league. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was very succinctly said. Um, all right, I mean, I don't even remember how we got to the Russell Wilson conversation. What were we talking about before that? I just asked it. <laughs> <laughs> It actually just happened. <laughs> well, I know, but we were talking about the uh, the Giants and the Jets com- combining. What was before that? The Chargers. And you then we are at break. The funny part about the Giants and Jets combining is Leonard Williams would just be back with the guys they just yeah. <laughs> He just left. <laughs> oh, hey. How you guys doing? Not much better. I wonder if we get, we'd have to get a went from a one win team to a two win team. We'd have to get a map up. But if we combine it, the AFC team with its closest NFC team, and just you put them together, so the Jets and Giants, obviously that that one just goes together. Just and the Eagles. It would have to be no, because it, we would have to be Pittsburgh and I'm trying to think of the, the closest. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it is the Eagles' closest. You mean like logistically? No 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 no. Well, I mean like distance wise, the closest NFC team to Pittsburgh. I would assume Philadelphia. I, I think I was going to say no, but now I'm thinking about it. It's got to be. Unless we get the map up. Dallas. That's it. <laughs> Forget those other states. So it's the Steagles. And, uh, I mean, could it be Chicago? Is Chicago closer to Pittsburgh than could Philly? Could be. Then where? Is Chicago closer to Pittsburgh than Philly? It How could much be. farther is it? It might be closer than we think. Somebody get a map. I got it. Not masses on it. No. So. I don't think so because you have to go all the way. If it's if you're driving, think about it. If you're driving, you're going about another hour to get through Pennsylvania. Then you got to go all the way through Ohio, yeah, that's and true. then through Indiana. All right. So now Indiana is not that wide in comparison to the other ones, but Ohio is pretty fucking wide. All right. So Chicago is seven hours away from Pittsburgh. Yeah, Philly's four. Yeah. Yeah. Traffic. What if we're walking? Pittsburgh. <laughs> P- Pittsburgh's uh, seven and a half hours from here. If we're yeah. if we're walking, it's. 147 hours walking straight. It's a good walk. Get a good pace. <laughs> I could probably do him 146. You think so? Shave <laughs> off that one hour. <laughs> I think I do him 189. Because I, I would stop to eat a lot. I could do it in a day. A Paul day. Paul, day, Paul days are 150 <laughs> hours. Paul day. So Philly is five hours away. Uh, walking, that is. God, what if I blow up your hours. team? All right, let's just name some cities. Talk about how long it take a walk there. <laughs> Vegas. All right, so that question now becomes: I believe that Cleveland is actually closer to Pittsburgh, than, but not. An but NFC we're team. saying NFC. Oh, NFC. Team. Yeah, so okay. we gotta combine it. So, Cleveland, Chicago. I guess. Well, what's closer, Cleveland or Cincinnati? I think Cincinnati is the southern. And Cleveland's on Lake Erie. Prove it. It's Lake Ontario. Uh, 
Kendall is correct. Thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all the proof I needed. However, I was a cartographer. However, Indianapolis is closer to Chicago than Cincinnati is. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's going to be the Indianapolis Bolts. The Bolts. That's pretty cool. So I guess the Browns and the Bengals are just oh, it could be SOL. Could be the Belts. <laughs> I do like that. All right. So, so here's the question: Do you combine the two closest? And then let's say Minnesota is also closer to Indianapolis, but they've already been taken by the Bears. Do you go to the next closest? You know, is that what we're doing? I didn't think that much of it. <laughs> the first two were really easy, and then the Cincinnati belts happened. Uh, <laughs> well, all right. Well, there's that conversation. Going. Oh, lost, or lost uh, the volume there. Lost headphones. No, oh, that's all right. He didn't need to hear anyways. Um. So, Kendall, I'm curious as to how quickly I can get you to guess this player. All right. Played running back for... Real fucking blow-up situation. <laughs> Played running back for real one quick. NFL team. Hold on, real quick, sorry. So, I told Kyle I told Kyle in the Getting Torture Drunk League, hey, if you want Breeze, send me a trade offer. So, he sent me two players oh for God. Breeze. I responded with a four-for-four four trade. <laughs> and he's like, all right. <laughs> All right, so... Are you going to pee? No, he's fixing the mic. Oh, did I fuck headphones. him up again? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I, I just can't help it. It's fucked up, it's not. It's not that I don't agree with the trade, because I think it's a pretty even trade, but I have to vote against it. I'd be pissed off if like other people voted against it to be the same thing and then ended up not going through because you guys were all just dickheads. <laughs> well, it wouldn't matter, because Kyle and I both have the ability to just say, fuck that, and it's going through anyway. <laughs> Every time someone posts a trade, I think about it like, <laughs> I should just go through an override denying this trade. <laughs> can you force a trade to happen? Like if yeah, you wanted me to just take, say, Quad I can go I can yeah. go into the Getting Sports with Drunk League because it was a live draft, and I can take your entire team and sprinkle it into everybody else's team. That's what awesome. I and should put, do. And then give, put all waiver players in your team. What I should awesome. do is give everybody's best player to Tyler. <laughs> and just watch what happens. <laughs> and then watch him go 8-8. Eight and eight. <laughs> His goal now is pretty much just to beat Kendall. He's playing for three wins. Odds are in his favor, historically. But, Kendall, have you, have you checked today? I've not checked today. Did Did you lock it up? I have not looked. Locked what up? His win today. Oh. I have not looked. I had a rough week in the Pegasus this week. So, do you, do you want to know where you're at? Nope. Nope. We can check <laughs> I want to know where he is. We can check oh, no. a little bit later. Who are you playing today? I don't remember. You're playing Vinny. You won. I don't know that. You beat him by a lot. I don't know. Did that happen? I don't know. Yeah, it's already locked in. How do we know? There's a lot. There's a quarter and a half of football to play. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. And the guy that he's got going could put up 20 points in a quarter. Who is it? (laughs) Elliot. He has Zeke and Prescott going. All right. Oh, oh, yeah. No, you you probably lost. Yeah. Because pretty – I mean – Prescott throws a touchdown to Elliott. There's 12. <laughs> That's true. Actually, 13. 13, yeah, exactly. 13, and then Look if it's... Dark for each one. Yeah, and if it's 25 yards, you know, I mean, honestly, just throw the 99-yard... T- okay, bye, Kendall. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, so Kendall... Walk, Kendall, Tony Pollard to run Kendall, the ball right now. I want to see your knowledge. Kendall, are you eating a sandwich? <laughs> Ham and shred. You didn't want to guess? No. Okay. Well, Justin get- Fargus. Why would you... What? What's your fucking issue? I just wanted to have, give him a clue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lucky for you, 
I've got like four of these lined up because I figured somebody would be an asshole. What happened? Um, I just don't hear you today. I'm, I'm well aware. You don't listen to me. I don't listen to anybody. It makes you feel better. I wouldn't. Justin Vargas, forget it. Justin Vargas? Vargas. <laughs> All right. What do you say? All right. Another running back. I have no idea if you'll get this. I doubt it. You know who this player is. Does he? Oh, 100%. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, played running back for one team. What college? Two years. <laughs> Went to college in Illinois. Okay. That's easy. Give him the stats, bro. <laughs> I, I hate that he said that. Oh, it's easy. I know a couple of Illinois running backs. All right. Whispered it to Moxie. Is it active or not active? Oh, not active. He then I don't do know. That. Okay, then shut the fuck up. I don't know the non-active players. They suck. <laughs> um, played for an NFC team. Uh, what team? If he wants further hints, I will give it to him. I mean, not a lot to go off of All that. right. <laughs> uh, We're talking about somebody that played two years in the NFL. <laughs> They're not that good. The team's not going to give it away. Kendall, Kendall has disturbing football knowledge, so he might. Uh, played in the NFC North. Right. In 1972, uh, 2011 to 2013. Is it Matt Asiata? It is not. He played 1972 to 1973, and then he came back and played 1999 to 2000. You said 2011 to 2013? 2011 to 2013. Matt Asiata's in the league like two years ago. Uh, <laughs> no, longer than that. His, <laughs> his uh, career, uh, his career finished with 4,600 52 yards on 681 carries. Wait, what? Yeah, that's not right. That's his entire career, not his NFL career. Just I was going to say, in two years? <laughs> <laughs> he said, what did he die? <laughs> I just wanted to see how much I could freak Kendall out. Uh, finished with 800 rush, 807 rushing yards, nine rushing touchdowns, 34 receiving yards, or 34 receptions for 214 yards. That's not even a bad stat line for two years. Played for the NFC North. All right. You know what? We're doing this from the head. Kendall, he wore number 25, and he was a member of the forever long time fucking terrible Lions running back squads. Ooh. And if I remember correctly, I think he was part of the 0-16 team. When did that happen? 0-8. Um, okay. He was not then. But still. Was it 0-8? Yeah, I thought it was early 2010s. But either way. No, I was watching football when that happened, I think. Yeah. You know, these stats really point towards Dino Matt Asiata. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, bro. The singe is very viscous. Mm. Why is it thick? <laughs> my and it's not cold. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Detroit Lions. That's we'll terrible. See. Yeah, can we just have the name here? I'm, I'm... All right, I'll give you a hint. You ready? It's the part of the beach where the water comes up to the sand. So, what years did you say? Oh, wait. Yeah, you're the right. coast? No. What's that called? <laughs> We're not good with beaches. When you're here. at a beach, yep. right? If you go down like where the water is. Going down to the? The surf? No. Closer. The shore. Bingo. Tim uh, Shore. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I know the name, too. No, uh, you don't. I know. No, I do. I do. Do you actually uh, know the player? I, Matt Shore. I, 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 could, I could picture. You got the first letter, right? Mike Shore. Mike Lashore. Oh, was, I thought Michael Lashore. Oh, I say Michael Lashore. I mean, we all know who that is. Well, Mark doesn't. But you don't know who that but is. But Mass Asiata was correct. Um, he was good for a while. 
two years. Two years, yeah. <laughs> After being suspended for the first two games of 2012 and missing his entire rookie season. Uh, oh, Kyle, you want to know what happened? He played running back for the Detroit Lions between Barry Sanders and now. Oh. That's what happened. <laughs> oh. <laughs> me, 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 me like. What? I talk like caveman. Do you think Did you say me, meet, me like? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he'll get that name? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's so, it's so funny. These are really hard, though, Matt, because you're picking players where there's nothing to go off. Of. I'm not picking. And you're, free- like, trying to dance around the hint so, like, you, you don't guess it. But, like, hey, I don't want to give you too much information, so Here's this is a guy. no information. Yeah. And All right. Jesus was a carpenter. Prove it. But this he wasn't is, very good. This is a running back that played from 2006-2009. Um, played for the Tennessee Titans. Ooh. Was a running back. Yep. Selected in the second round. Is it Lendale White? It is Lendale White. Yeah, Holy also shit. had to do it. It was Lendale White. <laughs> wow. You locked a lot of Lendale White together. We did that. That was our guy. Yeah. And Matt? Yeah. You know, guys, I will say, and I'm going to get hit. For saying this, this isn't horrible. You're not going to get hit. Then have more. Yeah, right. Drink the whole thing and don't let us get it. Because <laughs> it's pretty fucking gross. <laughs> I didn't say it was good. I said it wasn't horrible. Your taste buds are different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jenny Craig died. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's why taste buds are different. Remember when I was really drunk one time at Maple in the Kitchen? And I kept spinning the cap, and it was staying on the bottle. And you were, like, super amazed that I could do that. And then I spent 45 minutes explaining the physics behind it, not knowing anything about the physics behind it. No, the best part about that story is that actually happened twice. Yeah. Once in Maple, once in my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and the same amount of time was spent and, <laughs> and both times talking about it. Let's go around talking about everybody's best drug moment for the I don't know why everyone, like, hates it. It doesn't burn. There's no burn to it. Yeah. There's no burn. It just tastes bad. It I don't think. It, yeah, I don't think it tastes that bad. That's a good segment to go around. What? what? Explain like everybody's best truck moment that we have witnessed from each other. The what? So like an MVP moment while someone was intoxicated? Yeah, like we just go around. Does it have to be something while we were all together, kind of deal? No, 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 no. Like or like like well, at least one of us has to be there. All right. So mine was when I got really super drunk at my birthday at TCB, and then sprinted down the road, stealing an American flag in the rain, pantsless, and jumped in the back of Rebecca's car. I'm sorry. Also, and then the next thing I remember was a picture of me, Kendall, you, and Jeff sitting on the couch holding the American flag. I'm sorry, what? Don't remember that part. Yep, me neither. I, uh, My phone does, though. <laughs> I liked a lot when Paul tried to race Rebecca's car. No, that wasn't... I wasn't drunk. I was, like, I was buzzed, but I was just being an asshole. I just, like... The whole concept was hilarious. He was like, all right, I'm gonna get out of the car and race it. <laughs> Man versus machine. Made it too... Was Kendall drunk when he wiped out it? Eastern. Oh my god, that, yeah, that was so <laughs> Max, funny. I'm drunk all the time. <laughs> That's <laughs> not a good you sentence. May, to you may have <laughs> hold on, hold on. So there was a time when we were at school where he was my roommate, mine, uh, Chris's roommate, Vinny. They were was it Vinny or Dimitri? It was Dimitri. It was Dimitri. Kendall and Dimitri were going to race. They were going to race this long crosswalk, right? Call it 100 feet. They were going to race it. <laughs> we're all fucking pissed shit drunk. He's driving us because he's the only one sober. He's driving us to go get to Walmart to go get food and Wendy's. Well, there's a Wendy's in front of Walmart, but that always turned into going into Walmart and driving the handicap carts into each other. (laughs) Done that. There's a video of Kendall driving around in one to the Ride and Dirty song. (laughs) Yeah, 
It's somewhere in there. But anyway. Uh, there was the time we stole the uh, shopping cart. That wasn't drunk. That was a sober decision. Yeah, I didn't want to carry was... the groceries up the stairs. Um, we'll tell that no, story in so a second. Kendall, Kendall and Demetri decided the race. Kendall, Damn! Kendall being drunk had kind of started to fall behind a little bit. So Kendall then decided the next best step was he was going to dive headfirst on asphalt to win the race. He did not win the race. No, he did. He won, won the race, but he, he also got a bunch of gravel in his arm and looked like he just put his hands through meat grinders. I didn't win the situation. I won the race. <laughs> mm-hmm. Was it worth it? I won. Remember when I had to What'd take you, you to the emergency room because of... Uh... Just winning the race. That's about it. <laughs> then there was the time that anybody who's ever been part of Mildred, the big big potato, the minivan, knew that there were no back seats in it for most of its tenure. So if you rode around oh, in the God. back... He got slammed around. The first Kendall was the first victim. He was climbing in the van and drunk, and uh, he was stepping in between the two seats to get to the back. And I gunned it, and he went head first all the way back into the window. <laughs> and I almost, thought for sure almost didn't break it that he broke the back of my van. No concern for Kendall whatsoever. <laughs> I have a favorite Kendall story and a favorite Kendall moment. The story is when he pissed on Pat's feet. That was you gonna care to elaborate? I wasn't there. They were drinking one night, and Kendall got, you know, Kendall drunk and pissed on Pat's feet. In Jeff's bedroom? Yeah. On the couch. Seemed like the the right thing to do. For the third time? There was the time, too, that... He fucked up that couch. There was the time, too, that we got really drunk at Jeff's house, and... uh, He beat me up. No, you and I fell asleep (laughs) on the couch watching the MLB Network channel, and we fell asleep to the same highlight we woke up to eight hours later, and then Kendall spent seven hours pacing in Jeff's backyard trying to make himself vomit because he put put five snus pouches in and swallowed all of them in his sleep. He also felt really bad. (laughs) Wrote a letter to Jeff saying... I oh, that was again. so funny, and too. And bought up Duchess. <laughs> he got so drunk. What happened? He got so drunk in Jeff's bed, and he pissed in the bed while sleeping with Jeff. He didn't wake up. <laughs> Kendall managed to pull the sheets off the bed from under Jeff, brought him home, washed him, came back with Duchess for everybody with a handwritten note that we all had to sign saying that he would never get that drunk again. I guess Fast what? That forward. came to be not true. <laughs> Probably within that week. He just shows up. Like he, he walks in. We're all still asleep. And he just wakes up. Me and, me and Kyle wake up and we have the Duchess and we're like, so this is pretty cool. Why did you go get Duchess? And then Jeff woke up and he goes, where are my sheets? And Kendall's like, so I pissed last night. And Jeff was just like, get the fuck out of my room. Did he kick you out? No. No, no, no. No, he was just well, you know how Jeff is when he wakes up. Like, Jeff's just like, I can't be bothered for uh, 10 to 12 hours. That's how that worked for me. I just wake his ass up. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was, I forgot you know, all about the Dutch story. If we, if we really sat and talked about drunk count, we could fill a three-hour show. Oh my god, there's what's, so many good ones. Right. Uh, that should just be the podcast. Me and you? What? Did you beat the shit out of you and I or me and Jeff? It was you and Jeff. Bless you. This isn't, a, this isn't a drunk moment, but there was one time, because when I was in college, I was considered one of the, the cool kids on campus. I did bowling club. <laughs> and um, Pat, awesome right, right next to the bowling alley, there's a Wendy's. It was a Sunday night football. Just near the Walmart? Yep. <laughs> and I, went in, right I went in and I got Kendall, I got myself a Baconator and I got Kendall a double Baconator, extra cheese. And he had no idea. I just showed up to his room and just said, hey, here you go. It was like 9.30 at night. I have never seen Kendall so legitimately happy to then just get an unexpected, perfectly fresh-cooked double Baconator. He probably cried. He was just I like, was he was just like this, this is the greatest moment of my life. Wow, what a bitch. 
What? Anybody bring me fast food? So that's like a, a godsend. Although just Kendall was very yeah, uh, unappreciative was one time. There was there was one time I thought I was doing Kendall a solid. I came back from somewhere. I decided to give Kendall the smorgasbord because I owed him big time for something he did for me. So I went to Taco Bell. I got a bag of Taco Bell, like not a, like a lot, but like a little tiny sampler bag type of thing. Then something from Wendy's, and then something from McDonald's. All his favorite things, and showed up to the house, fucking sleeping. Woke him up. He's like, "I'm just too tired to eat." I couldn't believe it. Piece of shit, Ken. It's funny. I don't even remember that. <laughs> I think you weren't drunk either. <laughs> I think my favorite kind of moment is from just a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I wasn't there to witness that. I have fun. Neither was I. Wasn't invited to that wedding. The uh, the Neither photos are worry. gold. It was hilarious. Mass's stories, with the exception of me and Kendall, will have to be to be continued till two weeks from today when oh. the two of them will have something to talk about. Oh, Mass is quitting the show. He won't be on the week after Pittsburgh. <laughs> mine and I think mine and Kendall share the same one. It's just it's taking taking shifts with another person to make sure he didn't drown in the toilet bowl. I don't have anything puking. else. You do. That's just the funniest one. It just it's it's funny because the way how everything you know came about. It's like you know, hey, you know. Can I swear to God, you would have told the story about how I came down to watch the Rams Seahawks game in your in your room. I mean, it's not a drunk story, but it's hilarious how you brought a treadmill to school, (laughs) and the only thing it was used for was to fling dinner plates into the wall at high speeds. Watched Kyle one time at Ham and Asset. We were there camping. Uh, went to piss outside the tent. Kind of peed all over himself and then laid on everybody's <laughs> things. I remember that. I was in that tent. Was that the same night as uh, those people that failed us out? Yeah, that was when I fell asleep on Jeff's wet boots. <laughs> Slept on those. That was also another good one. Night. Again, not a drunk one, but there was one time where I didn't. You know, it was one of the very few mornings I didn't have to work, and Kyle had crashed at the house, and I, I fell. You know, I was sleeping. And I wanted to sleep in. Kyle, you know, chose, you know, whenever he was at Maple, he decided that 6 a.m. was a good time to wake up. <laughs> so he came upstairs at 7.10 to wake me up and make me come downstairs to show me the no-hitter that he had pitched, <laughs> only to give up a grand slam or a home run on the last pitch of the game. Won, though. He won, but he didn't get, he didn't get a no-hitter. <laughs> we stayed up. Then we went to Oxford that day. Yep. Why? Because Kyle got... has a fetish with that town. <laughs> no, 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 no. Th- that was where the fet- fetish began. We went to go get mud jugs for dip spit, and then we watched Guardians of the Galaxy so, two. The the fetish with Oxford began y- years yeah. ago. Don't know. It was what before happened. that. W- it was me, Kyle, and Vito. We were out one night, and for whatever reason, was Ken. Oh, Kendall was there because Kendall was pissed. <laughs> Kendall got in the car, and Kyle's like, "Let's go to Oxford. I don't know where that is." Like, no, let's. I know exactly where it is. Let's not go. Kendall is so mad. so. We end up in Oxford and did nothing. <laughs> did absolutely. We stopped at a mobile station and then went home. Why and did you go to Oxford? Because Kyle cause heard the name. For whatever reason, because for whatever reason, everyone always just listens to Kyle. And it's like, all right, let's do what Kyle says. Guys, I've been on this show for almost a year Too now. Too long. That's about right. Um, a little bit longer than a year now. Even I know not to listen hey, to Rebecca, Kyle. Hey, Rebecca, the score got uglier. Listen, um, back then, it used to be just a drive-around thing. And everybody asked Let's just get lost. Yeah. Like, well, Kyle, you're not in charge of this, and you're going to fall asleep in 20 minutes. <laughs> we actually tried to relive that moment, like, not too long ago. It was me, Mike, and Kyle. Like, a, what, maybe... It was Mike like a year ago. shot in the face. Yeah. Some guy tried to break into the car, kind of. <laughs> what? We kept driving around, though. We kept coming to the same intersection in New Britain 30 times, and then we ended up driving all back roads from Wallingford all the way up to Enfield. 
We couldn't figure you out. You were in New Britain. You didn't come visit. Uh, we, it was like two a.m. This was also bef- this was also after you moved to Rocky Hill. Oh, all right. Um, I don't know if that's true. I'm just making it up so you don't feel bad. But I know. Yeah, Still it, it was bad. real weird. We would yeah. drive straight for like twenty minutes. And then end up at the same and be like, "How with the <laughs> fucking mattress?" We take a bunch of turns, still end up in the same place. It's like that the mattress. fucking Twilight Zone. New Britain's a weird place. I would go straight, take all right turns, end up there. So then I would go straight down that same road again, take all left turns, and end up there. And then I would go and take lefts and rights and end up there. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah, New Britain's a very the weird place. Then we shot. stopped at a gas station across the sh- on Jennings Road. That was scary. That's a mistake. <laughs> you do not go to Jennings Road. Kyle Kyle bought Chef Boyardee and ate out of the can. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing new there. All right, so... No, I've, but doing it in the car at a gas station <laughs> is new. I was hungry so, at 3 o'clock. So I've heard a lot of stories. I haven't heard Mock's drunk moment yet. The best story... I wasn't there for it, but the best story I've ever heard about Mock was when he got super drunk after doing Boilermakers... And fell asleep. <laughs> he fell asleep shirtless on his toilet, toilet for the whole night and puked into a wicker basket. That <laughs> didn't, slept, that didn't have a bag in four it. Hours. Although there was also the time that he called in and said he wasn't making it to the show because he got drunk at a party at his uh, fiance's parents' house. Yep. Sat on the back stoop for about two hours. Just, just give me a minute. I just need a minute. I was there for that one. And then I finally got him to go inside. He uh, went into the door right before his fiance's door when she was still living at the house. Well, slept on what used to be uh, his floor. brother-in-law's bedroom. It turned out to be a floor full of shit. Um, he used a pair of jeans as a pillow, even though there were like two pillows right next to him <laughs> the whole night. He woke up, said, probably not going to make it today. Yeah, texted Kendall like, yeah, I'm not going to get in. <laughs> I remember one time at Hammond Asset. Mark slept with uh, boots on. Oh wait, no, sorry, <laughs> not to cut you off, but I change it. That was that was a, a good story, but the funniest story I've ever had with Mark, I think, like where he got real drunk because Mark doesn't really get that drunk anymore. Yeah, it happens from time to time. All at weddings. No, the, usually it's weddings. But the best one. Do I need to be worried about mine? No, the best one was where Je- Jeff's fiance's He's dad kept buying us beers at Two Roads. Oh my! And we got super tanked at Two Roads. When you know he hated us from that day because Kendall was just Ooh. kept talking about Apache helicopters and degrading women <laughs> and all this stuff. We ended up making it to a wooden tap. Mock fell asleep at the bar. <laughs> the bartender's like, "I can't serve him." I was like, "Yeah, I know. I just want some French fries, <laughs> and I'm not gonna eat." And then Kendall put him in my ear. <laughs> Funny guy. Uh, the boots thing wasn't at Ham and Asset. That was no, at, that Jeff's was backyard. at Jeff's backyard. Um, got got. I don't remember. You were. I don't know if you were there. That was we Facetimed you. You guys weren't there for this. We were on Facetime with Kendall for most of the night, who I think was drinking up at Eastern. Of course. (laughs) What else does he do? But this was when uh, we got we got really into storage wars for a little while. And we love that show. We we would open Jeff's garage and then bid on it. Is it Jeff's birthday? <laughs> no. We should do that now. <laughs> we, did we, we were playing. What the fuck? We were playing beer pong in his garage. Oh. And uh, yeah, yeah. And I remember me, me, Vito, and Handy went to Taco Bell. We ate. Then we had a fire. I threw up next to the fire. So that pretty much shut all that down. I was hanging out with Jeff. And uh, Jeff. yeah, I ended up sleeping on the couch in Jeff's room, and they—I left my steel toe boots on, ruined my legs for like two days. <laughs> legs were ruined. So there was a—I woke up like a baby giraffe. <laughs> I couldn't walk. <laughs> my favorite story about Paul: stood up, fell over uh, immediately. Here we go. Hey, I'm gonna—I'm gonna lose a fuck. Get over it. 
No, no, no. I'm not telling that story. Everybody's heard that story. Uh, this this night started out with a fire extinguisher. Do you remember this night? I remember the Sounds fire like a best man toast. <laughs> <laughs> so, we had everybody over at our dorm that night. Kendall was over there. Uh, Vinny, Dimitri, Paul. Um, pretty sure Logan was there. There's a bunch banger. of people that have never been on the show. <laughs> yeah, Logan's been on the show. But... Um, yes, Kermit. <laughs> we've <laughs> we've at least heard the names talked about. Um, believe the who who used to live down near uh, near the bar at uh, John's. Uh, John's. May I interrupt a minute? Yeah. Who was the one that said that Logan looked like the kid from Recess? That was me. <laughs> he does. He looks like the he looks like the kid that always stitches on the Recess kids. <laughs> That's actually not wrong. That I can't remember his name. Very so uh, I don't remember his name either. Simon. Is so it? they were pre-given uh, to go down to John's house. I'm not wrong. I'm telling you that right now. Um, one of our roommates, Vinny, decides it would be a good idea to pull the fire extinguisher out from the hole in the wall and just spray it around. Got it in Paul's eyes, who was miserable for a good two hours. Um, yeah, that sucked. It was Randall. Randall. That was close with Simon. Randall Weems, actually. <laughs> Randall Eric's Simon. Brother. Eric's adopted white brother. <laughs> Sounds like a rat. I didn't end up going down with him. I ended up staying in for the night. I remember about three hours later, Paul comes into the... No, Vinny comes in first. Vinny comes in carrying the side mirror for a car. My Vinny or your Vinny? This was My the Vinny. night that we went to Blarney's in the snowstorm. Yep. Yep. This Vin- was the night where Rebecca got really drunk yep. and kept running night. as fast as she could away from the group and diving into snowbanks. And she dove into the... No, no, no. You kept doing it on your own, though, and you and dove into a snowbank on the way back, and you were about two inches away from smashing your head into one of those help on being raped blue light poles. Then her and Kendall fucked in the snow. No, <laughs> no. Actually, <laughs> actually, you know what happened that night? Actually, because I remember... what Jesus! You don't remember this part. Of, you know what happened that night? Kendall and I got, as per usual, shit-faced fucking drunk. At Blarney's, because that's when they used to do the Jaeger bombs. This wasn't the night that you uh, that you ran down to John's, was it? No, no, that was the, night, t- that, that was yeah. the night that Vinny and I threw a case of empty wine bottles out the window and almost hit our RA and then sprinted. No, Kendall actually, Kendall and Rebecca went up into his room to sleep that night, and Kendall ended up leaving her and came down to my room drunk, like sleepwalking kind oh. of, woke me up and was like, hey, so like, do you want to keep drinking? And I was like... <laughs> No. Okay. No. So we brought the beer into my room and we kept drinking it and we fell asleep in the twin bed and woke up with me on the floor and Kendall in my bed. <laughs> That's that was. We woke up drunk as shit and then Kendall just went back upstairs. No, because you remember what happened before you guys went into your room. Kendall came down because I was still awake. Kendall goes, "You guys want to watch Before the Storm?" Well, that could have been anyway. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a big part of any attention. <laughs> so, Benny brings back a sidecar mirror. Paul ends up walking in with a handicap sign. They end up shoving two bags of Tostitos pizza rolls into the oven. And... Never ate them? No, no. They got eight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there was no wasted food to eat. It funny if you never ate them. No, uh. no. Then Vinny went to bed. I was out there watching something. Probably Clue or Family Guy. Um, to Clue or Family Guy? Yeah. I introduced... Chris to the, the movie, the live action movie Clue. Yeah. He must have had it on every time I came back from class for about a month straight. <laughs> There's no sarcasm. It was either that or it was the episode, and then there were fewer of Family Guy, the one where they were in the mansion trying you to figure out. We technically saw my worst night drinking ever. 
What was that? They saw me on FaceTime, but you saw me on FaceTime. I did. Oh, that was a good story, too. Yeah, I did. So, Let's hear well, not, not, not the Kyle part of it, but... No, th- so that night, before Kyle got really fucked up, we were FaceTiming Jeff. It wasn't before. I was already shitting myself. <laughs> <laughs> it was, was it after then? No, it was, I'm the, you know, Jeff I, showed you the picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but we were FaceTiming Jeff, and Jeff, was, we, were, we were fucking drunk as shit at John's house, and fucking this girl comes in, and Jeff shows the FaceTime, Caroline. and Kendall goes... Who's that fat bitch? <laughs> Jeff was trying story. so hard to fuck her, and that ruined it for him. <laughs> really just and blew just it really for him. Who's that fat bitch? <laughs> no, she wasn't. He wasn't trying to fuck her. He was trying to fuck someone else. Jeff, Jeff in college, Jeff was trying to fuck anything Listen, that moved. That girl, <laughs> for some reason, was a part of like the friend group I had. And I was like, what's going on? Hanging out with a female. That's when I was the most fun I've had on the show but, in a while. <laughs> but... That night, I had at least, I kid you not, 15 shots of Lady Blah. Oh, my. Damn. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Like, this night, I'm not kidding. This kid, let me finish. The kid that graduated two years before, John Almonte, came in. And for some reason, when I drank in high school, it was like a fucking national holiday. I, it is. Yeah. It was, it was worse back then. I didn't drink that much. Kyle, you threw up on your boat shoes. What's not to like about that? So, I, I had a thing. He goes... Keep drinking. It's all on me tonight. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Threw up in my bed. Shit myself. Jeff and the kid Nick had to clean me up. Hit the trifecta. Oh, yeah, that dude. Then, was I woke, the... then I woke up wondering where all my sheets were while I was sticking to the bed. That's one of the coolest touchdowns I've ever seen. Yeah. Nah, the Jerome Simpson one was cooler. Is Jeff going to come back? No. Well, there was the one. <laughs> what the fuck? I forgot what I was thinking about. Uh, there was the one where I got really drunk on my birthday and started shotgunning $12 craft beers. Or uh, funneling them. What was this? No, you were no, shotgunning. I shotgunned a sip of sunshine, and then I shotgunned some, like, treehouse beer. What the hell is this? Um, yeah, three years ago, maybe. Yeah. Got a lot of negative maple? feedback about it on Facebook. <laughs> Fought with them while drunk. Decided while I was sober that I needed to continue fighting with them. Cause... Why am I not here for these birthday party celebrations? Because uh, we didn't know you. This also was Thanksgiving night. Oh. Actually, I don't know if that was later. I hate Thanksgiving night, so. It was. It was the night of Thanksgiving. You were there. <laughs> we, we went out for no. Black Friday. No, you weren't there. I don't think we did go out for Black Friday that year. No, you guys. That was the year we didn't go out with Vito. You were there. Pat was there. I was there. I was there. Me, him, and Pat went out. Oh, that's what it was. And then, Oh, afterwards? Yeah. You, I don't you know what the wanna... fuck we did, but we did it. I don't know, me, you, and Pat only went once when it was last year. Yeah, which was weird. Mine was awesome. Yeah, I know. Are we going to go again? Can I go? I don't know. <laughs> Kendall can't go because he'll miss the, the night game. That's right. It's important. Kendall will never go Black Friday shopping with us. He doesn't enjoy drinking with you guys. That's not true. Why would he go out drinking with you guys when he could stay home and drink all of it by himself? Well, that's true. Why share when you can have it all for yourself? So how nervous Partly are Partly true. So I'm I'm happy that none of these stories seem to have involved Pittsburgh. No. Oh, you want to start going the Pittsburgh route? <laughs> no, I really don't. I'm, all right. I'm scared. No, we, we should leave the these off the air. <laughs> <laughs> this guy takes the cake for me. I died and fell asleep at the same time. I laughed while Oh, asleep. yeah. All right. <laughs> so you'll find we played this game called Drink a Trime, which is kind of like a more animated version of Kings. 
And uh, there was a there's some cards that come around where you have to do something for a turn, and then there's cards to do something for a game. Well, Mock got these three cards in perfect succession. He got the T Rex arms, so he had to pull his he had to pull it. No, you just have to pull them in your sleeve, so it's just your wrists out. Then he got the um, he got the the choo choo. So every time every time something happened, he had to pull the choo choo horn. And then he got the toilet bowl flush. So every time he laughed, he had to stand up and pretend he was getting flushed down a toilet. So which naturally turned into him choo-chooing, which had the T-Rex arms failing. Kyle was so drunk that he la- and laughed so hard that he just fell asleep. He passed out from lack of oxygen. And just, because it was, oh, it was every time someone went to the bathroom, he had to do the choo-choo thing. So Kendall went up to go to the bathroom, because he does it every 10 seconds. And, and oh my, Mark is just doing it. And Kyle is just like laughing so fucking up and just passes out. Just over. That was so good. Woo! It was the way he said it, too. Yeah. (laughs) Whoa! Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Fuck. I go over to shit myself again. Please don't. I don't want to deal with that. You know what's the funniest thing, though? I think the drunkest I've ever been in Pittsburgh was at PNC Park. (laughs) (laughs) How drunk were you? Um, Well, let's put it this way. We tried to make... We we did. Jeff lost a cup. I refuse to believe we didn't do our job. I think Jeff lost a cup. We, But they serve uh, Icy Light, which is a a local Pittsburgh shit beer. And they serve it in 16-ounce plastic cups at the stadium. so hot. And Kyle drank one. Two. Two. Jeff Kendall and I decided that we were going to make him a pong set of 20 cups. So we each proceeded to drink six more beers. Kendall and I were going up and she was just like, you guys were just here. These like all aren't for you, are they? Nah, we're like with a whole row walking out with like eight fucking beers. We were smooth operators. Oh yeah, we were fucking slamming them. We got back from the game. It was 425. We all slept for the night. (laughs) We did nothing. Yeah, we got up and went to sheets and then we came back and went back to bed. No, we came back and we watched the uh, we watched the Penguins playoff game. Yeah, and then we fell asleep. We we basically fleeced the sweet beer ladies of PNC Park. How did you fleece them? You paid for the beers. Well, but we shouldn't have been served. No. That's how we fleeced them. A lady almost died too. Oh what? my god! Remember that she no. fell right in front of us. Yeah, like, there was a woman who <laughs> just passed out from heat exhaustion. So like so, and that's the that's the best part about it, right? This woman passes out from heat exhaustion, and everyone starts panicking. Meanwhile, Kendall and I are like, well, we should probably drink our six 16-ounce beer of the inning. <laughs> Might as well dehydrate ourselves as fully as possible. It was very hot. Back there. <laughs> We're sitting there. Is uh, going to help her? Uh, <laughs> get her beer. Get her beer. Also, Why is he so much better than me? I'm also instituting a rule real quick yeah. for the Pittsburgh trip. Um, I, I imagine we'll get there... Usually the same time we usually do, which is like kind of like five-ish, right? Five in the afternoon? Yeah, between three and five yeah. usually. We check in. Everyone can do their thing because we're going to get two rooms because there's seven guys in one room. It's just, I mean, I'm all about it. I think no. we should push. I think no. if we push the bed together, we'd be fine. But um, <laughs> it's the two bathrooms thing. Yeah, you need we really two needed two bathrooms. That's really what it is. So Jeff can clog one and everyone else can use yeah. the other one. But um, I, I'm, I'm instilling it now starting 8 p.m., Whatever you need needs to be in the room where we're, we're not doing our anymore. drinking, which essentially whatever room Kendall's sleeping in is the room that we're going to be in because if he <laughs> decides to piss on something, he sleeps in it. Yeah, that's true. But um, after 8 o'clock, if you need something, no bueno. Why? Because you can't. Mass, you have to bring your villain thing, by the way. My what? Your villain. 
Oh, the battery? Yeah, you and I both have to bring them because because I have a feeling Drunkatron is going to be a, a a large part of the night, and we're going to need to yeah we're going to need to keep the phones charged. I have four backup batteries. I've had. I can bring the. I can bring the <laughs> you have it on there. I can get it. Why are you laughing? Because that's insane. <laughs> you Did you buy all of those? Things? Do you have well, all the so packs? This one so. was thirty dollars. All right. This will charge your phone like three times over. Okay. No, that th- that one. Yeah. No shot. Way more. Because that's the thing that I bought that Mock and I used to use when we went Pokemon going in West Haven. Not a sponsor. Um, this thing was awesome. Cause West this, Haven's a sponsor. Oh, yeah. This, this is the 20,000 milliamp one. This will charge your thing like five Mock and I over. used to use our phones to play Pokemon Go, and we we used to each be able to charge our phones two and a half times each. But that, and that, that, but that includes charging it back to 100% while playing Pokemon Go. So really, that's like probably like five charges each. Also... Right. Also, no one gives a fuck about that part. Um, I have that. I have the one that charges my Nintendo Switch. That'll charge two times over. That'll charge your phone 14 times. You're not allowed to bring that on the trip, by the way. Yes, I am. No. Yes. No, there, there's nothing. The only piece of technology you're allowed to use in the car is your phone. You're not, no, nothing to diverge you from the conversation. No video games. Nothing. The, we, let me tell you something. If, if Kyle and Jeff can refrain from bringing a PlayStation 4 on this trip, which they've never done, you can leave your Switch home for the trip. You may bring one porno magazine. <laughs> <laughs> or one Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Your choice. That's we, another good story. Kevin and I used to work at the library. We used to have to keep the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition under lock and key behind the desk only for one hour reserve because we used to have too many locals from Willimantic that would come in and take it in the bathroom. That's actually pretty bad. We also used to have a guy that used to make his own milk in one of the stalls. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. He used to bring in a, a big bucket in his backpack with butter and cream and shit, and he used to churn milk in the bathroom. You make a big mess with hey, the so trains. I'm bringing the switch. Hmm? I'm bringing the switch. No. Yeah. So look, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something right now, and this is the disclaimer: if the switch comes on the trip, you are responsible for anything and all things that happen to it flying out of a car window. It's a good thing I'm sitting in the back of the car. I'll make it happen. Doesn't mean I'm not sitting in the back of the car. <laughs> you're driving. Not the whole time. Since when? I'm driving the other part. Since you're bringing a switch, that's since when. So I was kind of gauging how that was going to go for mass, and so mine's not going to go. <laughs> no one's bringing video games. This yeah. trip is all about sucking cock and drinking beer. Yeah. I can only do that for so long. Well, well then you better start drinking more beer. Yeah. One or the other, man. Or sucking more cock. I don't care which one you do more of. And no bathing. <laughs> that Kyle, is- you bathe. You're the only one that bathes. I'm allowed to. No, I, you're not. You I, just you don't even bathe. You turn the shower on. You sit on the toilet. You talk to the girl. No, you, you put do. the shower on. You sit on the toilet. You shit while you talk to whatever girl you're dating at the time. Then when you're done, you hang up the phone, put your head in the shower to get your hair wet, and you come out. Yeah, I just took I, a shower. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I intend to shower on this trip. I'm no, no, you just got to rinse your butt. No. no, no. I'm really debating not coming at this point. No, you're not. That's not true at all. Um, I and, really am. I am showering. No showering. You'll find out when you get there. It's not worth it. We'll have dude wipes. It's all you need. <laughs> I'm t- it's really not worth the shower. It's not. I can't go that many days without showering. What, one? One day. Seven. You we shower get- Saturday morning. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> you, you shower Saturday morning before we leave, and you shower Monday night when you get home. You only have to go one day without showering. It's actually pretty nice. It's like a reverse cleanse. You might poop a lot, though. <laughs> of well, course. It depends how much cheese you eat. <laughs> Chest. What time do we usually get home on... Uh... It it really varies. It varies. We've gotten home as late as nine. We've gotten home <laughs> as early as six. It depends. It depends what we do Sunday night. That's the thing. It depends on traffic too. Because we have to leave by eleven, 
And so, so like, you know, the more we drink on Sunday, the later we leave on Monday. <laughs> it's funny because Saturday. If we leave at 11 on Monday, we don't get home till 9. <laughs> Saturday is usually when we, we really let it rip. And then Sunday, we always have these high plans of, oh, the game's going to end. We're going to come back and just keep going. And then we all fall asleep. Well, you know why it is? It's because Saturday night carries over to Sunday morning. Yeah. And Sunday morning is usually like, hey, everyone's going to shotgun a beer before we go to the um, breakfast. It's usually 8 o'clock. Yeah. And and then when we get back, everyone needs to funnel three (laughs) or four while we're waiting for the Uber. And then we get in and I have to sit next to the Uber who's playing sensual (laughs) R&B music while they're all sitting in the back sending pictures of people shitting their pants and vomiting. (laughs) No, we got Shotgun before we go to, to seven or eight people for the Uber ride. Shotgun before we go to yeah. breakfast and then funnel three or four more. Kendall always said, "Oh, oh, oh!" I thought you're calling shotguns. Like Kendall always said, "Shotgun." Matt, Matt you're drinking a lot of beer on this trip. I will die. That's fine. You're not gonna die. We're I'll gonna bring your there. body back. Ah, bury him there. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Actually, I won't even you bury you. I'm just gonna put you back. in one of. The, I'm gonna put you in one of those dime boots at the porn shop where you watch the videos. That's right. And let someone think you're one of those plush toys. <laughs> He's just been in there. <laughs> we, that's what we should do. Oh, this one's kind of chubby. I like it. Like the H2O bags with us? You said <laughs> HIV, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even believe you said that. HIV. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's like those HIV cannons everywhere we go. <laughs> I meant the IV bags. And like the fucking needle. We should do that, though, because it, it makes you, you know, recover much quicker. He's all right? Yeah, we gave him IV. Was it HIV again? Hey, where do you guys think Larry Fitzgerald ranks all-time wide receiver? Four. Three. All-time? Four behind who? I don't know what to think about it. Jerry so Rice. then why'd you just throw a number out there? That's what I do, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Three behind T.O. and Jerry Rice. I think he's better than T.O. Yeah, I put him over T.O. I think Randy Moss is better than him. Okay. So. I say three. Rice, Moss, Fitzgerald? Yeah. You say Rice, T.O., Fitzgerald, Mock? Um, I think I'm going to go Rice, Tyrell Jeremy Williams. Shockey. You would fit in so Saints well. Saints Jeremy our, Shockey. <laughs> you would fit in so well in our fantasy. He is in our fantasy. Yeah, what? Our fantasy draft, sorry. The one that I do with... My father-in-law and oh. all them. Sorry. Yeah, you, you said you're like there's other people here that you're doing it with. <laughs> yeah, I got them all in my bag. They're all dead. <laughs> is Jeremy Shockey still available in that league? <laughs> you should pick him up. That question gets asked at least five times a draft. Oh, my God. About Jeremy Shockey specifically? Yeah. Right. Like every year? Yeah, I mean, we, got, we get that question, but it's always of Greg. It's yeah. an this old throwback that didn't work. To, <laughs> He's in Madden, uh, though. My, is he? Uh, yeah. My late uncle. Huge Giants fan. Ah. Drafted Jeremy Shockey in the second round one year. Hey, where's the winner right now? 1950. <laughs> <laughs> it, was year, it was the year he was on the decline. It was like his last year in the league. Well, he had like two good seasons and then was just kind of on the decline. Yeah. Those are the Rockets. Calling, I would have called everybody in an Westbrook and just let him play the whole second half. They're not playing the Rockets. Who are they playing? Uh, Blazers. Oh. Rockets played the Grizzlies. I think they were losing. Hey, so I, I, I just thought of something. Like, well, hold on. Where do you put Fitzgerald? I, I said three. Behind. Um, Rice and Moss. I guess Rice, Moss, What do you mean you guess? Well, because, I mean, I don't know how long Fitzgerald is going to play. Like eight more years. I put him two. But that's the thing. Like, he could, I, put him, I put him two behind behind Rice. He could be two. Like, I, I, I think he is two. I mean, 
he had what three years of Kurt Warner? Yeah. Eight years of Ryan Lindley. I'm saying, what do you have? Three years of Warner? Is that couple, all he had? A couple years of Kevin Cobb. But how many years of Warner did he have? Three. Well, a couple good years of Carson Palmer, though. A couple. Carson, but, Carson Palmer's so, not that good. But let's just say, but no, Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer's an above average quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's an above average. He's an above average quarterback. He's. I'm not saying he's an elite quarterback by any stretch of the imagine, imagination, but he's he's an he's an above average quarterback. He was so good that first year. He was and he was he was very he was good in Cincinnati. He was not a bad quarterback in Cincinnati. He just battled injuries. I think Kimo Huffin got to him. But I think he's two. I I think if Larry Fitzgerald played, if you substituted Larry Fitzgerald in, and I know that this is like a you can't really kind of do that thing. Blah 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 blah. But if you if you substituted Larry Fitzgerald in for Jerry Rice with the quarterback situations that Jerry Rice had, I think Larry Fitzgerald could very easily have the numbers that Rice had. Do you think he could have taken the hits that Rice took? Yeah. Larry Fitzgerald has... I can't even remember a time Larry Fitzgerald's missed more than three games with an injury. I mean, yeah, he, he, he doesn't really get injured, and he gets right up, and, and he's he's not a shit talker or anything like that. He's kind of got the Walter Payton type of vibe. He'll be running down the sideline after a catch. He'll get blown the fuck up out of bounds. He'll he'll stand up. He'll slap the guy in the ass and say, "Great hit, big guy," and then he'll just get right back in the lineup like it never phased him. One of the best players ever, just in general. He is class act. Injured a guy, and the thirty for thirty on him is awesome because it really shows like kind of like how he wasn't always the guy that we know him to be, and it really kind of gives you an appreciation for the person he became. He started off with Rod Rutherford. Yep. All right, Mark, what were you saying? I think he's second, though. I do. I, I think he's second. So, so as I'm watching this this game here, um, DeAndre Baker, top ten uh, corner he, all time. He sucks. Never <laughs> mind. Top top uh, ten corner, never. But anyway, so we see these penalties that happen, you know, like on an extra point or whatever, and then they get assessed on the kickoff, right? So then the the team's kicking off from like the fifty. And I, to me, that's the dumbest thing. I hate it. I mean, is there is there any merit to say the the if the team that's receiving was the, the should get back taken back whatever they it should come back. off the return. Yeah. Let me put it this way for you: they should have never moved. Well, no, the they can't do that all. though. Why? What happens if he returns it for a touchdown? You take away the touchdown and make him go go to the fifteen. Assess it on the next. yes. But that you can't do that. Assess it on the next drive. You can't do that though. Penalties don't roll over like that. But even but even still, I mean, you move the kick up to the fifty. Now it's like, oh, here's a touchback. Well, but it's be- it's the only time. It- or so the penalty is negated then, because you've seen that happen before. Let's say it's assessed on the kickoff. They recover a fumble off the receiving team. Well, it depends on when the penalty happens. If the penalty on the extra point happens before the snap. A lot of times you see the team elect to take the two-point conversion from half the distance to the goal. If it if it's something that happens, if it's a holding or like a, a defensive holding call or something, the extra point's good. They'll just assess it from the next play. You can't roll it over multiple plays. So, well, no, it, it's the next play regardless. But what happens? But like so, okay. So, so, so here's let's my just, thing. Let's say it's defensive offsides, right? Yeah, or, or whatever. Like, so it. I, I don't even know. Like. But let's just say they elect, they they start doing it where you you would take it off of the return. What if a player no penalty flags returns the kickoff for a touchdown? You so then you're gonna, not only going to penalize them fifteen yards, but you're going to scrap a touchdown. That's double dipping on the penalty at that point. 
Now you're not only scrapping them 15 yards, but you're taking away a score on a penaltyless play. So then what do you do from that point? Because at that point, then what happens is you kick the extra point and then the ball goes back to the other team. So do you wait and carry that over all the way to the next offensive drive? Yes. No, it's it's the next play. So so again, you you move the kick. It when you move the kick, you're hindering now the other the team that had the foul committed against them. If you assess it on the return, I mean, a kicker now they they try to not put it through the end zone, but if it's going to be a ten yard penalty, kick the touchback and pin them at the fifteen. It, it, if right, no, I understand what you're saying, but. If that doesn't happen, you know, no like you're saying you're saying as if like okay, so kick it if they normally kick it from the thirty-five. If it's a ten-yard penalty, uh, I'm confused by what you're saying right now. So it it, it happened on the, the last. It's, it's the defending team, the team trying to block the kick. Yes, commits, commits a penalty. penalty, and so it's so now it moves the kick from the thirty-five to the fifty. Yep. So now, I mean, the kicker either has to kick it short or it's just going to go out the back of the end zone anyway. So now there's pretty much no repercussion for that penalty. So you're saying that the receiving team should have to eat the yardage off the return? Yes. But what if they return the kick for a touchdown? I understand that. But then what do you do? Then you lose it. You 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 committed a penalty. Why not? Because it's double dipping. Why is it double dipping? Because you're penalizing them the yards and you're taking away a score. But I, we that, see that happen. So, I mean, if uh, someone rips a long rushing touchdown and there's holding, you lose the touchdown. But you're losing yards. the touchdown on the penalty that happened on but that play. It shouldn't matter. It you does matter. You a penalty and there's no. no there's no penalty for it. There is the penalty. You're what? losing the chance to return the kick. You're losing the chance to get your team better field position. If you're kicking from the 35 and you're kicking straight into the wind and now you have to go kick from the 50, you're going to get the touchback where you probably weren't going to get it on a normal kickoff. So now it's benefiting the kicking team. You can't roll over a penalty to two plays from now. and, and It's the next play. But it's, it's not the next, the next play. It, abs- it is the next play. No, because you're not penalizing them on the next play. If they return the kick for a touchdown, you're penalizing them on the third play, because you negated their touchdown, and now you're starting them f- back from where they actually got the ball. There, there needs to be some type of repercussion for it. There or, is the repercussion. There isn't. The team gets the the, the point of the, the kickoff is to is to t- kick a touchback. That's what the kickoff is supposed to be for. You want to kick a touchback. You don't want to give the team a chance to return the football. That's what I'm saying. So the the team that had the penalty against them is now closer to kicking a touchback. It, it's it, it, you're setting them up with a better field, but there's no repercussion for the penalty. No, if you're a team trying to block an extra point and you commit a penalty, the the team kicking off is the team that just scored. So they're kicking from the 50, which means they have a much better chance now of kicking the touchback. That's what a team wants to do. You want to kick the touchback. Not anymore. Cause they start at the 25. They you try s- to land it on the, right before the goal line, so they have to return it. But you still can't ensue it for... You can't take away a score on a different play that has nothing to do with the penalty. If you're running... If a, if Saquon, Saquon Barkley is running up the middle and the offensive lineman holds, he created the hole... He holded... He held to make that hole for Saquon to run in that touchdown. Mm-hmm. 
the off the the player trying to block the kick that went off sides has nothing to do with the player trying to return I, the kick. I agree with so that. So to negate the touchdown from that is absolutely asinine, and, and you're double penalizing them because then you're taking away a score and you're taking away the yards on a play that has nothing to do with the play. But uh, again, uh, I don't see why there's not everyone committing a penalty then on any extra point or two point conversion because there, there's no repercussion. So for why it. doesn't the kicking team just kick it short? Because you're already from the 50. But if you're kicking from the 50, you sky kick it to the 10. Your team's going to be down there before they can even get a chance to catch the ball. E- either way, I, there's got to be some type of repercussion. And there isn't. And it's not like they're getting excellent field position more so than they're getting it from the 5. They're getting it from the 25 versus the 20. It's not like they're getting it from the 40 versus the 20. But, I mean, uh, five yards, that's still a big difference. Th- there's no repercussion. You commit a penalty that there's no... Negative. Well, I, I disliked when they moved up the, the kickoff position. I, I just, I just don't, I just don't like it. Um, also, just lost in fantasy right now <laughs> on uh, November fourth, Monday, twenty nineteen. I just lost like a second ago. Um, but week. that's not true, Kyle. I lose most weeks, <laughs> not every week. But you know, it, it's it's intriguing because. I understand what I mean. To me, this is how I view it. Like, like you're penalized on the kickoff. Like, uh, let's take it back. You penalize on the play before, like a touch, a scoring play or whatever, or something that impedes or impacts the kickoff. It's like so you can no longer score on that play. You can't. You can't score on it because it's 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 just it's just the rule. It's just it's one of those things. Um, but we're, there's never a situation that really ever occurs. That I've ever seen that, like, after a penalty on a extra point or whatever, that someone has returned a kick after a penalty. Maybe it has happened and I just don't remember, but I've never seen a, a, a scoring play on... But that's not the point. The point is that if it does happen... Well, then, then, then it's like, what, what do you do? Like, what happens? Like, I'm not talking about scoring from the 50-yard line. Because Mike's making the argument that if the def- if the team trying to block the kick commits a penalty, the team should still kick it from the thirty five instead of the fifty. So they kick it from the thirty five, and then wherever the- whatever they get on the return minus the fifteen yards from that. But if they score a touchdown on that play, which is very possible if you're kicking it from the thirty five, then what do you do? Because now you're going to negate them the yards, and you're going to negate them the touchdown. I mean, I feel like you, you can't you can't negate the touchdown because it's it's, a, it's an entirely there's there's got to be something that occurs before the next play. I, I don't know what that is, but they they got it. They got to make a decision that like you know, hey, you you make the, the penalization on that and uh, that the scoring team. Like so, uh, you you ran into the kicker on the extra point. Uh, well, they should. It's very you, simple. You do it right in that possession. No, it's very simple. What they should do is, if you're kicking an extra point and the defense commits a penalty and you miss the extra point, you have the option at that point to either kick the extra point again or go for two from the one. If they commit it and you make it, you should just get the option to either take the point after or erase it and go from two from the one. That's what the option should be. That's where it should be. That's all it should be. I mean, it's very similar to like the offsides thing, you know, or you know, encroachment. Right, because it's no if 
it's no different than than play than penalties getting denied on big games. If if you kick an extra point and you make it, but the defense commits a penalty, you sh- just should be given the option to either accept the point or take the two point conversion from half the distance to the goal, and that's it. Because you shouldn't you shouldn't be allowed to penalize on a play that has nothing to do with the penalty that happened. That. That's asinine. To to me, that's like that's like an offense going for it on fourth and four, throwing the ball. There's an offensive penalty committed, and then it gets put against the defense on the next possession when the ball turns over, and they lose the ten yards, or gain the ten, whatever. It should just instead of because you, you see when when you kick an extra point and it's good and there's a penalty on the defense, your options are either the point is good or the point is good. Right. I mean that's what it is. You accept it from the kickoff, and they should just be given the option. Hey, you can either accept the point or you can go for two from the one, and there's your options, and then kick it off like normal. Yeah, but but yeah. to penalize a play that has no resulting like impact from the penalty the, the play prior that caused the penalty is it, it doesn't I think but i mean that that's also kind of happening on the kickoff i mean it's a penalty from the play before it has nothing to do with the kickoff so you, it's you're already doing that what, what regard I'm, I'm so so we're saying like the the penalty happens on the play before but they're assessing it on the kickoff you're you're but the penalty right and and the penalty is designed to give the the kicking team a better chance at getting the touchback. But they already have that. They're kicking from the 35. Well, I mean, th- I I guess... how many touchbacks do we see every game? Well, that's why I, that's why right, I but how many te- How many times do we see people that don't get the touchbacks? It's not because they're not trying. I mean, there, there's more touchbacks, I mean, than, than ever. That's why it, the, the kick was moved to the 35. Yeah, but the, they want touchbacks to happen. The NFL wants touchbacks. That's right, but that's what I'm saying. They they're happening now more than ever anyway. So I mean, it's it's not like it's a far-fetched thing that these guys are kicking touchbacks. I know, but if but if you kick off and it, if you're kicking off and it lands at the 3, you don't you can't you can't take the touchback. Right. So by moving them up the 15 yards, you're almost guaranteeing them a, a, a touchback cuz any kicker can kick the football 50 yeah. yards on a running start. But but that's what I'm saying. You're seeing kickers now trying to drop it before the goal line on kickoffs. Yeah. So you don't start them at the 25. You're now making them kick from the 50. They shouldn't have moved the kickoff, and I think they shouldn't have carryover penalties like that. Just, you know, have it decided on the same possession. There should, should just should be, be no option for any penalty on the kickoff at all. It should just be if there's a defensive penalty. It's, it's decided in that. Right. If there's a defensive penalty and you kick the extra point and it's good, your options are the point stands or we go from two from the half. Why? It's no different in any other play. If you throw a 75-yard pass to a receiver who was interfered with, your options are here's the 75 yards or you don't get the completion and we give you the, the, the ball at the spot of the foul. So you accept a deny and that stays on that play only. And that's it. That's why you see you know, there's very few penalties where you lose downs on a penalty. It only should affect that play. But to have a penalty happen 
on a play where on the next play it can take away a scoring possession and take away yards, I think would be absurd. It would you know, be it'd be double dipping on the penalty. Off topic. The one Monday we're not here. Pretty good game. I'm gonna be watching that on the car on the way home. <laughs> we're gonna be home. Maybe. <laughs> Diner I'll, in Newburgh. I'll be home because Kendall's going. By the time we get back into Connecticut, I'm going to be so pissed off at everybody that I'm just going to go straight to the house. Yeah, pretty much how that goes. And Kendall's going to figure out his own fucking way home. Is that how that usually goes? That's how I The ride home is usually a quiet affair. <laughs> for, yeah. yeah. Which sucks for everybody but Paul. Or which sucks for Paul and nobody else. I talk to you. Say. Nah, not really. Kendall usually yeah. sleeps the whole way. That is incorrect. Yeah, he's an ass. You're not even sitting shotgun on the, whole, the way down or up. Oh. You can't. I got shotgun. No, you don't. That's false. Rook. There's too many fat people. Yeah, that's we need, true. We, you, 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 Jeff, and Pat have to sit in the back bench seat because you're the thinnest. Well, that's fine. But, Mass uh, and Mock got bucket seats and Kyle sitting shotgun. Gotta go to the curb then. No. Yes. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Hard No, because negative. that was a deal between you and Jeff that you gave up shotgun to Jeff. In exchange for the curve, I'm telling you that you're not sitting shotgun. Yeah, there's just way too many fans. It's my car rental. I determine where people sit. Then I'm sitting roof. <laughs> you can sit at the roof. I'll take you to the curb, but I'm leaving you there. I gotta take a train to Pittsburgh. You can't I, get on I, a train I, at the curve. I, I threw I the idea. Jump the fence. <laughs> Kendall, you think you have the depth perception and hand-eye coordination to run onto a moving train? Flat car, absolutely. No shot. You would jump about 10 feet too early. <laughs> you would miss the train completely. 10 feet too early? Ah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I missed! Run into a wood chipper. Oh. So what is the curve? Oh my god. Oh, don't open that can of worms. The curve is a place it's in a Altoona place. that it has... It's a, very, it's a very large uh, freight hub. It's a turn. It's not a hub. It's more it's of a... It's a turn. It's a freight destination... Yeah, it's a giant turn. It's basically a train getting around a mountain. Hey, we needed the train to go this and way, what, so we four, turned four it. Four rails, uh, three rails, but it used to be four. Three rails, and there's just the a axles, lot of though. Like it's the it's the freight it's the freight that you see going cross country. So it's not like it's not like what you see going through towns in Connecticut, where it's like it's one one engine and like seven cars. It's like it's like six engines and like 140 cars. It's pretty stupid. It's Amtrak. It's pretty cool. Just like you. Thanks, Kyle. Love but John took a must die, though. Remember that part? What would it take for me to okay. drive shotgun out of you? It's pretty much not going to happen. I don't. I don't. I'm I don't, just curious. I don't, don't make the jurisdiction the on who sits. I don't care because Kyle, Kyle doesn't want to sit shotgun. Kyle's going to want nothing more than to sit his fat ass in between Pat and Jeff and bug the shit out of Jeff and kiss Pat the entire ride. <laughs> Kendall, what are we talking here? I don't care where I sit. Kendall will pretty much end up shotgun. I just don't want the back. Believe it or not, and I know you'll I'm take. Just, hey, curious. believe it or not, and I know you'll take the latter. But Kendall usually said shotgun with me because Kendall, other than myself, is usually actually the most sober on the ride there. Yeah, and Kendall also will not fall asleep. Kendall's too afraid he'll miss trains, so he won't sleep. Right. I've been awake for ten days, Matt. <laughs> Prove it. Haven't missed a the train. The only time yeah. Kendall's ever fallen asleep on the trip was when we drove. Up to see the Bears play the Steelers for a Sunday night game, and then after the game was over, got back in the car and drove back to Connecticut. I don't think I would. He fell asleep at eight in the morning on the Tappan Zee Bridge. I'm also definitely the most sober out of the group. 
Master. Not on this ride, you won't be. We're gonna fuck you up, dude. We're gonna put beer up your ass. Put <laughs> beer up your ass. <laughs> We're gonna Not with up. our funnel. What a threat. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You know me and Kendall pretty well. Yep. We're friends with Mock and Jeff and Pat and Kyle for a specific reason. Yep. It's because they're like us. Yep. You've seen how aggressive and uh, rude we get when we're drunk. Yep. So imagine six of them if you decide, oh, I'm not going to drink any beer tonight. I, I used to say, be that guy. I didn't say I wasn't going to drink at all. I you're said gonna, I was the most sober. You're going to drink world. a lot. You know who can be the most sober? Jeff. Yep. Why does he get to get away with that? He doesn't. It's not that he gets away with We're it. We're just going to get too drunk to not realize. He usually falls asleep real early, too. He's going to lick his face. We'll pressure him. You so old, old school peer pressure. We peer pressured you into drinking a third of a handle of Jack Honey and smoking pot. And look at how well that ended up. Yeah, it, it was a great again. memory. That's We're going to throw our mattresses out the sewer. I can't drink window. whiskey anymore. The mattresses whiskey are again. tied to the floor, Kyle. They're not. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're Tied not. to the floor. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I'm talking about... Never mind. It was talking about how cheap it is actually on the mattress. Yeah, but like the curries aren't going to carry. Right? Oh, wow. Yeah. Said it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note... <laughs> All right, dips to the bucket seat. Beer reviews? I need my beer journal. i got to write about that. I haven't had this... I've had a stretch where I've... Like, the past, like, eight weeks where I've had beer I've already had... So I need to write about this one. I need my beer journal, Rebecca. Yeah, she left it at home. Are you guys fucking kidding me right now? She had one responsibility. She you left it at home. We got it at home. We haven't been home in days. She Anyways, left it at home. Anyways, beer reviews. You sit at home, you lazy piece of shit. Mock, how home. was your beer? You slept at your mom's house? I did. This, uh... On the pins- floor of the couch, or... Oh, floor, baby. <laughs> Anyways, Mock, how was your Anyways, beer? your mom hates sleeping on the couch. The, uh, Pinstripe Pills was awful. <laughs> Hashtag um, Blue Point... I pretty much do not recommend it. <laughs> the can looks really cool. I'm a big fan of the can. You gonna the, keep a can? I'm gonna keep one. But uh, the beer, I got you something that looks way cooler today, though. The beer inside, no acknowledgement. No thanks. Trash. Scale of one to ten. One. It's wow. bad, and I li- I like pilsners a lot, and this was easily the worst one I've ever had. Brett Ellison, souls. That was a very poor delivery from Daniel Jones. Uh, Ghost Island was straight. It was not bad. Give it a three out of five. In the middle of the road. Didn't do anything for me. Uh, Hadouken, Didn't do anything for me. You know, three, three and a half out of five. It's it's a solid beer. I'm not disappointed in my choices today. Okay. I know Paul wants to respond to the Ghost Island valuation. No, I mean, for Souls, three out of five. I, I mean, Kyle's hard because it's like... You could you could recommend Kyle Super Drupal Double Citra, and he'd be like, this is the best beer I've ever had. And then you could recommend him Double Super Citra, and he'd be like, this is the fucking shittiest thing I've ever had in my life. You could give him Bush today, and he'll love it, and Bush tomorrow, and he'll hate it. <laughs> so it, it's... It's a Milwaukee thing. Milwaukee's best is one Bush, of the worst beers Bush that's ever existed. isn't from Milwaukee, Kyle. Really? It's not. Oh. I had a Love and Wrestling uh, from Mayflower in Plymouth. 8%. It's a, a New England dry after double IPA. Mock didn't care for it. Uh, for me, I, I'll give it I'll give it a low three star. Um, I, it's okay. It's good. It's oddly like very heavy. For uh, I mean, double IPAs kind of have that sometimes to be a heavier thing, but this was like surprisingly um, 
but taste wise, it's it's okay. It's it's nothing spectacular. Um, would I get it again? Probably not. But will you drink one on the ride home? No, because there's only three. This is the last one. You drank all three of those? I did. I did. Mm. Just 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 because I don't know. No, I just didn't see you ever get up and go get a new beer. I snuck in, snuck in, covert. Mass. I had mass. Bach, how do I say this? Natagazret. 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 Mark brought up a good point. We don't really drink liquor on the Pittsburgh trip too much. We need to bring a bottle, something. Something that everybody will drink. Kendall's going to get in trouble. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) We do. We bring the graves. I'm thinking a handle of. I'm thinking we're going to bring a handle of Johnny Blue. (laughs) I will not be chipping in for that. Yes, you will. Get Get it for free. Mass? I had Natagazerit. It was very good. I enjoyed it. It's Natagazerit. 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 Gazerit. You got to enunciate the S's. Natagazerit. Yeah. Um, I had... Oh, very good. Sorry. Stars out of five? Three and a half. Wow. It's pretty high. I had from Thomas Hooker Brewery in Bloomfield, Connecticut, the Hephaponymus from... I already said that. It's an unfiltered wheat beer. Um, five and a half percent. So the first one I had was like room temp, and it like a lot of the skunky, earthy tones came through, and I was not a big fan. Not really a huge Heffenweizen fan, but I wanted to give this one a, a, a try. I haven't had a Heffenweizen in a while. I'm always willing to try new stuff. Um, the second one I had had chilled down a little bit, and you got a little bit more of the, the more earthy my, like tones in a mild sense and you got a lot more wheat and then the third one i had was much more chilled uh a lot more flavorful um no banana um but you did get a, a lot of wheat a lot of like that yeasty kind of like bready flavor uh, i thought it was really good actually um it's probably one of the better hefeweizens i've had um still not being my style of beer i'd probably only give it a three um but i'd get it again like if i was looking for something different like a lighter style beer that's not an ipa I'd go the Hefeweizen route, for sure. Uh, any closing remarks at all from anybody? Since Actually, you know what? We usually do social media first. Social media, Mock? Yes, be sure to find us on oh, Facebook. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pick them results. Ah, let me pull it up here. Hey, I texted you like three weeks ago to put up an NBA poll for me, and you never did it on Twitter. Can we just went to the bathroom? Not sure, <laughs> but anyway, I was pretty upset about it. This week uh, for the Pickums, Just Win Baby is out in first place, seventy four and forty four. Who's that? Kendall's winning something. Yeah, <laughs> Down with Mock is seventy three and forty five. Get it is seventy one and forty seven. Nose picker sixty nine and forty nine. The Mass is fifty six and sixty two. And J-Mart, 48 and 70. All right. Build my lane on J-Mart. Oh, uh, yeah. Social media? Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, hold on, hold on. All right, hold it up. Hold on. Somebody tell me about their day real quick. So, Mass did not make picks this week, and I, neither did Jeff Martin. <laughs> I made picks like two weeks ago for this. But you didn't. <laughs> two, uh, two weeks ago for this week? Yeah, right. you could pick up ahead of time. I, I, I wanted to do this as a Twitter poll. I want to discuss it real quick, but Mock, if you can make it a Twitter poll, I'll resend it to you, okay? 
We could do a Twitter poll. All right. We can do, it'll be two weeks long, too, so it'll work. But so this is this is the Twitter poll. Everyone can do some homework on it if they wish or whatever. Not really homework, but formulate an opinion for two weeks from now. So the Twitter poll for this for two weeks from now when we discuss it will be which NBA player is scarier with a three point shot? Shaquille O'Neal, Giannis, Ben Simmons, or Tim Duncan? And I'll send that to Mox so that he doesn't have to remember that. Um but that'll be the Twitter poll posted probably tomorrow or the day after, somewhere in that, that ballpark. Um, but uh, it's important that they know where to find us on Twitter, Mock. Where can they find us on all social media you and podcast platforms? Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWT <laughs> underscore four. Make sure you need to hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's receiving a phone call last minute on the way out during social media reviews or being as drunk as a skunk in the bunk of your dunk. Why is that still on speaker? <laughs> Be sure to find us and subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Spotify. We are live on Spreaker. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere you find podcasts, you find us. Yeah. Be sure to check out the Peter Pino Show Wednesday night from 7.30 to 10.30. Uh, I know Kendall will be there. I believe I will be there. Uh, Rita will kind of be a wall ornament. Kind of hang out. Uh, but yeah, be sure to check out PPRN. A lot of good stuff. Also, what's going on back there? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, with that, we're gonna do a quick calf stretch. Everyone at home. <laughs> Any closing remarks, Mark? Anything you'd like to say? Uh, you know, Giants just break my heart every week. Really, that's all right. You're used to that. You won two Super Bowls. Get over it. Um, you won one. Not since I've been watching. Um, that's my fault. So, so does anyone think that halfway through this game next week, Mass ends up rooting for the Steelers? No. <laughs> Actually, I think he might be a Steelers fan. Before he deals like a WWE thing, and he pulls off the Rams jersey he's wearing, and oh my god, he's got what a heavy foot jersey. <laughs> I'm actually a little nervous to be at this game in a Rams jersey. Nah, we went to the the Steelers Giants game. I wore a Giants jersey. It was whatever. Yeah. The Bengals guy got beat up though. Yeah, so he was dressed like a ti- but he was dressed like a tiger, yeah. and he Actually, also would stand up and say, "Everyone on the Steelers sucks." The last game we went to, it, the Bears weren't even playing, but I was wearing a Bears hat, and somebody that looked exactly like Lance Briggs rubbed my head and said, "Nice hat, bro." He was running down the ramp too. Yeah. He's like on the phone, and he stopped. He found Paul, like, "My man, <laughs> yeah, yeah, give yeah. me a kiss." Yeah, so you guys heard that? It was. Yeah, why'd you leave it on speakerphone the can't whole time? I hear my phone when it's not on speaker. Wow. Sorry to hear that. Or turn the volume up. I did. Get your ears fixed. Kyle, oh. give me your phone. I'm actually going to fix that for you real quick. There's an app called Mega Blast. My phone fi- my phone's oh, my. Oh, still alive. No way that was a fumble. Oh, man. You're done for, Kyle. Dallas's defense is coming for you. Um,. Any closing remarks? Nah. Kyle? We'll see you in two weeks, baby. Mass? I won't see you guys in two weeks. I'm going to be dead. Yeah. Yeah. Kendall? Would have went 4-0 on Fantasy this week. Would have. 3-1? 3-1. Sucker. We'll be back in two weeks. We're going to have a great time. We'll do some posting and whatnot. Hopefully the GoPro is working. Not that much of what we're doing should be filmed, but... <laughs> 
Um, a lot of anal. Um, but anyway, we'll be back live here on the PPRN Radio Network in two weeks. Hopefully we can come up with... Uh, we'll figure out... I don't know what it's going to be. We'll post it on like Facebook or something when we figure out what we're going to post in our absence next week. Probably the Blackhawk show, our latest Blackhawk show. But uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in two weeks. And uh, keep checking out the social media for some fun stuff. But until then, I'm your host, is Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mach. Washable. No. I am the man of many names. It's not what you ended up with, but I'm the Mask Chris Massey. And I'm the Red Baron. <laughs> <laughs>